everyone, and welcome to the 65th episode of Slime Time, a Dragon's Den podcast about Dragon Quest. This is Platy M3. And yar, this here be Pendy, slimy sailor. No, of... no, 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 not this again. No more pirate talk. You are hereby banished from pirate talk on all Slime Time Extended Universe shows. Dump that out of the stew. It's not an ingredient. But, but, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'll try again. Oi, this be Pendy, your slurpy servant. Are you freaking kidding me? Come on, man. I've heard your quote unquote English accent before. We don't need that train wreck of a voice in here. Try again. Fine, 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 fine. Um, Slime Time? This is. The host Pendy, am I? Oh, my dear goddess, Ramia. Listen, you're just getting progressively worse here. I mean, that's not even your shtick. That's the voice of Sidecast host Yangus does. And he does it 100 times better than that. Listen, man, don't make me make the midnight call to Liam to replace you on this episode. And this is your host, Pendy. Ah, finally, thank God. And here we are. We are here for treasures. Yep. All right. Give up. That's it. Woo. But you know what I won't give up on, though? This freaking episode of Slime Time. We've been waiting for this one for, what, three years, four years since we had something new? We're going to give you an in-depth review of Dragon Quest Treasures on the Switch. It is a Dragon Quest spinoff game that just released this past Friday on December 9th. And you know what, Pendy? Thinking about this, this is the first uh, mainline, or not mainline, but first console Dragon Quest that's released since we started Slime Time. Oh my God, that's right. You are right. Yeah. And you know, I, I was gonna say like, yeah, that's that's very cool. Yeah, we've only had like uh, like new mobile games since we've started the the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's nice. You would know about that. Mm-hmm. So would your fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Pendy. Yeah, go me. But anyways. We are also joined here today by special guest Blue Star. Hello. Ruring. How's it going? And Dragon's Den founder Brian, aka Woodis. Hello. Hey, man. I am so glad that we managed to round up our second Stew B team. New B team. Woohoo! It's actually the third B team, isn't it? Because oh, we had God. we had Blue Star, Brewerian, and Bevan. <laughs> oh God! I think that was like. Almost two years ago, though, at this point, that, I think that, that was the indie game episode of, oh, of Side yeah. Quest. Indie loving, indie loving. <laughs> Valentine's Day, twenty twenty one. Oh boy. Okay, so uh, B Team two point oh, two point five, maybe. I don't know if we should count that other one, but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the one point five. This is still B Team two point um, But now that we got another B Team together, listeners, you kind of need to be warned. We're going to be dealing with some light spoilers on this episode. Um, we're going to try to keep the story spoil-free. We're not going to go into post-game and all that, but we're going to spoil all the heck out of the mechanics. I mean, you know, if you've played it for probably five or ten hours, you've seen all this anyway. Um, but we'll keep, the story spo- yep. we'll keep the spo- story spoilers light to none. And uh, but we'll we'll tell you all the mechanics. If you just want to be go in like with uh, really nothing that hasn't been known since release date, go ahead check out one episode back. Go to episode sixty four. Um, you can hear Flannery and Pendy and Liam talk all about um, a preview of Dragon Quest Treasures instead of our review. Yes, indeed, you can. So first, we'll start with uh, the story of Dragon Quest Treasures first. All right. So going into the story, uh, just a quick summary. So Eric and Mia attempt to sneak out. While their Viking pals are having a big party, uh, they free this 
mysterious flying pig and cat that the Vikings have recently captured. They lead Eric and Mia to a mysterious island where they find twin daggers that transport them to a world of treasure called Draconia. The cat, Persila, and the pig, Porcus, are basically junior gods in training, at least that's how they put it, and... Mm -hmm. They are sent to gather the seven dragon stones. Eric and Mia agree to help them out as long as they can find lots of other treasure along the way. And That's... you're going to be finding a lot of treasure oh my along God. the yes. way. So much treasure. So much treasure. So, yeah, I'm only maybe 15 or 16 hours into the game, and there's and I haven't even gotten any of the stones yet. So there hasn't been really much of you know story to the game at all so far, but... I'm so you're, what you're saying is... Hold on, hold on. i got to go back to Penny here. So what oh, you're saying oh, is... You did not click on main story quests, and that's how you don't. There's not a lot of story yet. (laughs) (laughs) I just got to point that out there. It says it right there. All right. Blue, how many hours have you put in? Where are you? I put in like 35, and I, uh, Dragonstone, what? I don't know what those are, except for the one time that I accidentally found one, and I was really sad about it. (laughs) Okay. So 35, that's the number to beat. Woodis, how much have you put in? I'm at 19, and I don't have any stones either. Dragon stones. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Rory? I'm I'm with Pendy. I think I'm somewhere between 15 and 20 hours in. I've got two of the dragon stones, though. Well, geez, rank amateurs here. Well, I, I, I'm not at the blue hours. I'm at uh, 24 hours, maybe 25 now that I've uh, been typing some stuff up for us. But I've got all seven stones. I'm in the post game, such that it is... Flannery's mysterious post game. I will say that I do like the the beginning of the story of uh, Persla and Porcus are pretty cool, and I I like how they're trying to figure out. They're trying to. I don't know what their their deal is yet. They're like, hey, help us find those these dragon stones, but we're not going to tell tell you why or what they're about exactly. And I like how you kind of run into that rival pirate gang right in the beginning. And they, they've got a dragon stone and that was I, what what they had has been fun. I, I think the most important thing that we've kind of glossed over yet though is that the game starts in the world of Dragon Quest eleven and then we're yes, like it does. We're teleported to another world a la, you know, Great Tree and Great Log. Yeah, we it didn't starts get out like a monster game. Or Kiefer in Caravan Heart. Or actually I don't know about young Yangus. I don't know if he was pulled into another world or that one just takes place in his world with little red. The West may never know. Yeah. But yeah, a nice long line of uh, Dragon Quest heroes getting de-aged and uh, brought into another area to help out. They're the only ones that came out of COVID better than the rest of us. Right. (laughs) They got younger. (laughs) I mean, Porcus and uh, Persila are no scruffy and fluffy. So if you had to pick between the two, what's your favorite? Porcus or Persila? Ooh, Persila for me. I want a a Persila plush. I'd have to say Porcus because I played as Mia like 95% of this game. (laughs) I I also have been playing as Mia for 95% of the game, except for, you know, when you get a daily quest to uh, switch Mm. characters for five seconds. (laughs) I Um, actually swap between them every other, like, time I, like, go out to hunt for treasure. So I'm I'm pretty even on playing as them. That's kind of what I've been doing. I go with Porcus though, just because uh, I've wanted a pig hat plush forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm there with you too. So I, I, this would probably be a good time to point out that there is absolutely no difference whether you play as Eric or Mia. You can uh, walk up to the other one at any time back at your uh, base and just take switch characters around their stats, their level. It's exactly the same. It's basically a, a cosmetic change in this game. Except for there is one quest where you have to talk to someone as Eric that I've found uh, so far. 
Oh, nice. I can see where they do that. I mean, a, a lot of these quests are, uh, Brian, I know we were mentioning on uh, the Discord that it doesn't explain a lot to you. And the game really doesn't it sometimes. I think it wants you to go in and do all those quests. The quests more do more of the explanation and teaching than oh well yeah i get that stuff you don't you won't earn explanations for some stuff until you get it like you know some of the fortes you don't get those tips until you get a monster with them like i got scanned probably about 10 hours in because i didn't recruit a i think it was an orc king or something like that regular orcs do too yeah regular orc like one of one of the orc uh family members but this is more or less like when you're doing the treasure hunting stuff and it's like, hey, you can go online, you can hide treasures, you know, go out into the world, pick a spot and hide a treasure. And then it doesn't tell you how to actually do it. <laughs> what, there's so no quest I, associated with that? There is no quest associated with it as far Eight as I am quest aware. Lines and there's none there? No, because it's like this online stuff. So you have to go talk to Alan. Yeah. Or I think his yeah. name is Alan. The the it is yeah. the, uh, killing machine. But with the hat. With the hat and the bow tie. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you have to put a piece of treasure on your plinth. You have to go out. You have to connect to the internet. I, I believe you have to connect to the internet at least. Go out to the field, choose a spot, come back to Allen. Then you pick one of the treasures on your plinths and put it in one of the spots that you chose on the map. And then you're good to go. The game doesn't tell you to do that. Oh, hell, that's what you're supposed to do? I just went and put the X's on the map and never came back and talked to him. Yep, yeah, you got to talk to him, and then you got to choose the treasure. Oh, and you can, only, you can only bury one treasure, Yep. despite it giving you three spots. Oh, well, that's I guess I'll have to finish that. <laughs> and, if, uh, and, and it really, like, it will uh, increase the value of your treasure a lot once people start looking at it. Yeah, I, I've, I got, I've, for me, I did my whaler's mail, and... Currently, I've got close to 500 downloads on it, so it's increased it from, I think it was 8 million when I started, and it's almost to 20 now. Yeah, like I, I have a, one of the, well, I have both heroes of four now, but the male hero I put out and like it doubled in value. I was like, whoa, okay. This is totally going to ruin the den contest. <laughs> Does making the hiding spot harder increase the value anymore, do you know? I would assume so, because it does give, like, when you place a spot, like, you know, next to the station, it's just like, oh, this is an easy spot. But if you probably go up to the top of a mountain in Cinderback okay. Ridge or something like that and place it, it might be harder and you might get more money for it. I hmm. did uh, get it to hide eventually, and it said, this is a great hiding spot. So I would I would believe that that is a true statement. However, I don't think anybody's found my thing yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, <there you> <laughs> so maybe you get times 10 if they actually find it in a hard spot but who do we got pending with the what, the 400 finds yeah did you say I've got, five, I've got about 500 on mine oh 500 yeah yeah well that's funny because I mean, 10 if... times on my uh 53,000 gold or 53 million uh gringham whip that, that's a pretty Dang. penny right there I thought it was a funny the first day I activated the online that every station I went to there were like 20 spots just right outside the station. Yeah, it's because that's what everybody's doing. <laughs> I haven't found another English trophy yet. Everything's been Japanese. Yeah, me too. Same. All my visitors, and because people will visit you, your station too, they'll, they'll stand right next to, uh, what's his name again? Alan. Uh, Alan. 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 Alan And then they'll have, they'll have like their treasure that they're trying to show off. And uh, like, I just, I just saw God the other day. Uh, <laughs> one I just saw, but yeah, it's all been a Japanese player so far. And also, since we're talking about the online options, you can send out monsters, uh, and certain monsters can are more the more they only like certain treasures. So you can only send out certain treasures with certain monsters depending on what you have. 
and that will also increase the value a lot for those items as well. Oh, the the, the monster it it's completely related to the type of treasures they find. Mm-hmm. So if it's armor, they can only yeah, show right. armor items and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're like a hero two or hero one or whatever. Is that the same when you're taking your monsters out? Are you talking about dispatch? Or are you talking about? Well, that's what I was wondering. Like the dispatch, they only find the stuff that yes, they're like. good at, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's... when you're out, does that affect that at all? Have you noticed? I have... I have found some things when I've gone out with the 0% golden ratio on accident because I wasn't paying attention. Um, but it's definitely a lot sparser. Oh. I, you know what? I didn't pay much attention to that because I never paid attention to the golden ratio for when I was going out because I was always out for so long. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to find enough stuff that it's... I, I never really went out just looking for treasure. I was doing story stuff and always moving forward with the story and the other stuff. Yeah, all the other quests. If you, so I never cared about the ratio, big time with the what is it the sending out the other teams. Yeah, yeah. If you make sure that you uh, pay attention to the ratios when you're dispatching or going out yourself, uh, you that's like the best way to find the best treasure. Like the dispatch teams will come back with better treasure, uh, and also you can. That's how I found a bunch of iconic treasure so far. Not being very much into the game is because of being able to do that. Yeah, you find more gold spots than blue spots that way, then. Yeah. If that ratio is higher. That's what it's called. The golden ratio. Golden ratio. Yep. And honestly, like, if unless I was sending out teams with, like, 60, 75, 100%, they weren't finding anything. They were just coming back with resources for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on, like, they depending on how you set up your team, like, there'll be varying levels of, like, success that'll show you. And I think mm-hmm. you can get, like, the, uh, the better treasure that's not just, like, farming material. If you get like a super success or something like that, and then you can actually get like characters or monsters or yeah, that's when they actually find treasure. treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hey, did you want to? Should should we go in the order that we had here? We've just kind of gone all over the place. Sure. Yeah. Um, the- Pendy, I know you put it down, so maybe we'll make sure to at least touch on all of these. Um, so one one of the big things right off the bat after the uh, intro missions, if you've seen uh, like the Square Enix stuff or if you played, you know, uh, within an hour of the game, you've got yourself your own little island in the dead center of the world. Um, seems like quite the place that has fallen into disrepair. Um, like, hey, you know that island in the middle of our entire world with a, <laughs> like, <laughs> the freaking Palace of Versailles size uh, buildings on it? Um, yeah. You head there, and you've got to... This is where you get introduced to the base mechanics. This is going to be your treasure vault. You'll have a treasure vault there. Um, you go out on missions there. You've got your mission boards, and you start having to... Uh, you, you hire someone to run your HR. Um, you, you've got someone in charge of the dorms where your monsters that you recruit hang out. Uh, you've got your... Uh, what's his name? Mr. Um, Houston is running yes. the railway and uh, kind of guiding you along what you need to do you got a little get you got a little campfire I, I, in this whole big thing you know there's a whole structure there like i said palace of versailles you got this whole uh courtyard and everything and you know just hanging out at the fire the little <laughs> fire thing out front is uh eric or mia and uh per bleh, and porcus so you can go chat with them at any time just right outside. But it, this becomes your hub. This is where anytime you get treasure, you got to bring it back. Uh, there are you end up uh, recruiting different monsters to run a cafe to run or cafeteria. You've got the bullet emporium that where you're buying that. You've got another area. What, what's the third one? Just buying supplies. You got the emporium, the, the, the emporium. cooking one, the bullet one. 
Okay, canteen and the works. Yeah, yeah, canteen canteen and works. The works. Uh, The German guy working at the works. I love Axel. (laughs) What a hunk. I am. I'm I'm all for uh, B Ricks in the Emporium. Ricks, yeah. Ricky Ricks. That's the one guy I don't have yet. I haven't gotten him yet. I love his little hat. And uh, you, you do have a treasure vault. You do have a treasure vault that uh, you can have little plinths, as you guys were saying earlier, and you can display your treasure. And while there's about 700 and something treasures that you can gain here, uh, you start the game with, what, two? One. One. One? Oh, one plinth. So getting the post game and getting my rank up and everything, can't remember what rank I am, maybe 14. I have all of five plinths, and it looks like you might be able to get up to nine total. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the nine. Might be so six. I'm rank 14, and I currently have the uh, counting, because I'm staring at my Switch right now. I have seven. I wow. just got four at maybe eight. I'm, yeah, I just got four as well. I'm like a, around maybe, your level. I was gonna say, maybe I'm, I'm rank nine, and I have five now. So Okay. And then as you display I, those on what whatever treasure you want on the plinths, like mm-hmm. they'll randomly, someone will will come by, come by and, and polish them, polish it without up. anybody noticing. Yeah, it's the secret <laughs> polisher. The secret polisher. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it, I had that happen every mission, probably up through ten hours, and then from almost hour ten to like eighteen, it never happened. Yeah, for like, I, I, I'm in that. I was too. like, what happened to this? Like, this was I, I used to put my highest price ones there so they get polished and worth even more because I had something that I liked that was a crappy, you know, 80,000 gold item up there and it went up to 96. And I'm like, well, that was a waste. I should have <laughs> had my $11 million sword getting polished and up to 12 or 13 million. So once I did that, suddenly, like, nobody did it. Well, I wonder if you I wonder if they only do it so many times to so many treasures. So, like, maybe you got to switch it up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know what? One of the first treasures I got was Balzac, and I just love the, uh, the uh, exact uh, what I'm about to say here just happening all the time. Balzac. I wanted my Balzac po- polished all the time. <laughs> oh. It's great. He got worth a lot of money too. I got a high price, high price Balzac on display at all times, and I did it just for oh. that, just to mention it on tonight's show. Oh man. <laughs> 20 hours he was there. I guess, I guess, you know what, in the spirit of, of that, I, I should probably use the, the hoe that I got recently, put that up <laughs> there as well, so I can Polish have a your highly polished, <clears throat> high-priced hoe. Blue, yeah. was it you that had the crystal manure? You should be putting I, that up there. I do have the crystal crystal horse manure. <laughs> yep, you should polish that shit up. <laughs> what is What is that from? So, one of the things that you can when you're running around you can find special bejeweled monsters so you've probably right. seen i think the ruby golem is something that was included in the pre-order bonus mm-hmm. but when you find them in the overworld they are carrying a treasure chest mm-hmm. um and you can either kill them and take it or you can actually pinch it from them as well if you don't think you can kill them before they run away because it's very sad when they run away um but yeah, the bejeweled monsters yeah. carry chests with crystal objects in it so oh. it's like a treasure that you'd no- or probably a bric-a-brac that you would normally find, except it's recreated in a crystal form. So okay. instead of uh, shiny Pokemon, it's shiny shit. Yeah. Yep. So like I also have a crystal medicinal herb oh. and a crystal dancer's costume and a crystal staff of divine wrath. 
See, and I crystal, got, crystal got dragon's crystal bane. dancer one, yeah. Oh, nice. I have a, I have a crystal pot lid. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> nice. See, I thought that was going to be like one of these typical deep cuts that this game sometimes have because there's an episode of The Adventure of Die where they're in a department store and there's like, for some reason, there's a piece of horse and manure in a glass case and it's really shiny. And I have no idea why. And I was like, oh, my God, is that like an actual reference to that? But I guess not. <laughs> no, because it's it, all of the crystal objects say that they come from Dragon Quest treasures. Mm. Yeah, just like the, the rip-off, because there's the rip-off items, too, which are fun. Yeah, rip-off items? Knock-offs. No, knock-offs, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you mean the replicas? No, no, no. no, no. no. So my ex- first experience with that is I was out in the field looking for treasure, and I pull one up, and it shows me the silhouette of the Zenithian sword. And you're mm-hmm. like, it's the Zenithian sword. Like, nothing else has that shape. And then you get to p- get back to base, and it's like, well, surprise, surprise, something else does have that shape. We made a specific knockoff of the Zenithian sword called an Adirian sword. So, haha, <laughs> you thought you were getting something great, but it's actually crap. Oh, yep. you know what? I think I got that for the um, for the sort of ruin. Yep, there's sort of sort ruin. Of ruin. Yeah, that's the one I got. Okay, <laughs> I got so too. I was like, yep. is that a typo or did, am I missing something? Oh no, <laughs> it, like I, the scrap the scrap metal king's armor was my first one. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Oh, like, oh I have, yep. yeah, I have Mudrick's armor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Erdrick's armor made out of mud. Yeah, I've got, yep. got uh, Mudrick's sword. So you know, you need to gather. <laughs> So, yeah, one of mine is the Failer's Mail. Uh, I think I also have a toy toy Metal King shield. That's fun. Ooh, scandal-free swimsuit. I see that. Yes, yes. (laughs) Actually, and I'm like, I don't think that's really how that works because it's just the scandalous swimsuit. Is it the same one? In green. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's. That that would not offer protection for me, but yeah, you do you, Dragon Quest treasures. That's awesome. Oh, looks like you know, there's another, about a dozen of these here. You know, looking at our list here, there might be twelve exactly. So far, but so far. Well, actually, I'm looking at it in between other items in this list that we've started compiling of weapons and armor. And unless there's another knockoff area, I think yeah, there's twelve the prince, is the most. The, the prince's pledge is further down. It's a knockoff. It's yeah. I think it's a knockoff. Oh, no, there are some more down there. Okay, okay, yeah. And the frozen loyalty card. Yeah, oh, that one's yep. funny. I got that one. I, I wonder if that was uh, from Menchie's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like your credit card got frozen. Yeah. You overspent, yeah. so they froze it. It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, there are some more, so okay. Nice, nice. So something that we didn't mention about the base is the basement. Oh, uh, yes. The base, which oh, is called before, the Snarl. Before we get oh, into the basement, one thing that I do want to mention is that yeah, it's a super dilapidated building, but as you rank up your guild, it does get somewhat fancier. Oh, is, do you have the do you have the bling? I, is yours yeah. blinged out at this point? It's blinged out. Oh, but when that happened, my kids like, came over and were like, "Wow, what's going on?" They they don't actually like fix the floor or any of the holes in the buildings. <laughs> they just basically Listen, make it rain. The Ferris wheel. The I Ferris wheel is more important. Okay, I guess that's fair, but uh, yeah, no, I have I have waterfalls of gold coins right now but yeah. i can't fix the floor so well, I, I blame the fact that your foreman wears like these really dark sunglasses and maybe that's doesn't even notice. <laughs> no it's actually the fact that the foreman's been in the basement the whole time that's so. true too <laughs> so back to the basement yeah so the snarl this is where you go to uh 
uh, advance the plot a lot. And what? like we said earlier, the uh, the goal of the game, if you're not just treasure hunting, is to get these seven dragon stones. And going into the snarl, or at least into that basement area, is where you start getting the missions to that tell you where to find the dragon stones. You dig down deep. Eventually, there's a very mysterious mirror down there that plays a big part later on. And the farther down you dig and you keep going into like randomized dungeons. This is where you start getting boss encounters in the randomized dungeons. And usually at the end of that, you start getting the uh, oh, what's that stuff that unlocks that runs the train. The ta- tablet. Oh, and the sanguinite. The sanguinite. Yeah. So the islands that you're going and adventuring on usually have three train stations. You can get dumped at one any point in the game. And if you're running around, you'll reach another train station eventually, and you'll get a little side quest. Usually it's pretty easy for the first uh, train station to open that one up. But if you walk your ass all the way to the end of the other uh, island, there's always a third train station. And that one, you usually have to have five pieces of that sanguinite to uh-huh. unlock. And getting the blocks of five sanguinite, um, that comes from doing the snarl, too. I thought it was interesting... So at first I didn't I stayed away from the snarl until I had unlocked like two teleportals and cuz mm-hmm. like Persila was like oh I don't know this could be dangerous and then finally I did it today and I went to the first one was like oh you need to be at least level 10 and I was like level 24 and I was like oh <laughs> I've done this like forever ago yeah. so start doing it so and what i thought was interested in interesting in those teleportals is that i at least in the first one i think it was the first one there was like a random merchant it was a yep. i think it was a queen orc and it had like unique items that i hadn't oh seen. yes that was cool. it's worth it to do that yeah, yeah. Um, I, I i ran through and found a shadow that was selling a bunch of like high level pellets for like 500 oh. five, 500 or 800 gold uh per, per pellet yeah. and I, I i'm just rolling in money at this point so i just bought like 50 of each mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something in this game that like you're not gonna have a lot of issues with is is gold. Like you, I'm rolling in the money now too, and like you're ne- almost never gonna have trouble trying to buy stuff. So there's a I don't know how much I should say. There's a story reason for that later on. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Don't I'm buy gonna, too I'm many pellets. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be spending <laughs> all my money. All your money on pellets. Like, <laughs> you need a billion dollars for this upgrade. Oh no. <laughs> I will. I will say that I stumbled upon a second dragon stone by accident, but I was able to ignore that and not actually get it. And uh, having a bunch of money does come in handy for that, Ah, but not, not necessarily the amount that I have. I think I have like 2 million gold and the price of what I would need is like 36 hours into the game. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I guess that's fair. (laughs) You're, you're almost, I saw your screenshot today and I don't know how old that is, but you're about 12 to 15 levels above where I beat the game at. Oops. <laughs> you're going to you're going to encounter no problems in battles. The you're going to roll everything. There there will be no difficulty in battles for you for the final boss for anything. Difficulty in battles. I we're, we're probably going to talk about the scaling later, but oh. I am fairly certain that that is also tied to story progress. <laughs> So here I am in like level 55 and I'm not seeing nearly as strong of monsters as you are talking about. Okay, yeah, cuz uh, my my the monsters that actually scale have been scaling with me right along. Like I'm fighting mm-hmm. uh orcs and shadows and things like that in the early mid 20s like where where I'm at. And l- let me tell you cuz we're going to go into battles next. Like one of the things that's been the only time I really have any difficulties is trying to battle something at night. Like when they 
at, at night, like the monsters can go into like this, 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 uh, I don't know. Their like, eyes light up. Yeah. Their eyes light up red and they turn dark. Strong quest like, 11 act three. Yeah. Yep. They, they, <laughs> yeah. The they, they, they specifically go monstrous. Yeah. And those are, those can be tough to beat if you're not paying attention. The roaming, uh, gangs get me all the time <laughs> i panicked the first couple of times that showed up that it was like a rival gang is approaching and i'm like uh 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 chimera wing back to base i don't want to deal with That's, that i did that but for a different reason i thought they were going to my base to steal my shit that's what thank i thought you. too so, yeah, thank you etrian odyssey mystery dungeon who for making me afraid of things disappearing from your <laughs> hometown See, that's nope. that is all. That's why that I kept going also, back. I also had that happen, but that was when after you unlock the online features, when you go to a an an island, it'll pop up and say, "Time to hide your favorite treasure." Like as in find a hiding space and set it up so that other people can find it. But I saw that as soon as I got to the island and I'm like, "No, I have to go hide my favorite treasure that's back on my base." So, uh the amount of times that I panicked due to rival gangs is uh too many. Well, what, but what what got me is that first time when I was like, "Oh shit, I need to go back." I did go back, and there was a gang there waiting to fight me. Oh, shit. Yeah, they do it both ways. I just found that they, out today. Yep. So, so that, if you, yeah, for if you a go, few hours, locked okay. me into, holy shit, I need to go back every time I see this. <laughs> and then it started not happening. I'm like, what? what is going on? I'm so confused. Yeah, because there's, so, like yeah. both, there's both ways. There's like you can mm-hmm. be out in the in the islands, and then if you wait long enough, they'll attack you. I think I, I lost the first time. That happened to me because I was I was like I, I I was waiting and waiting and was like well when are they gonna come so I started adventuring I start jumping up these cliffs and they like attack me right as I'm jumping up these cliffs so that was like awkward and uh-huh. yeah at that time they stole yeah. my treasure lots of things trying to steal your treasure in this game and then like you can they can also attack you at the base you have to go to your flag and then they'll fight you there and that's when you actually defend what's on your plinth. Because that's what they're trying right. to steal. And you Whatever they're trying to steal will get boosted. Way. It's a yes. good thing when they do that. <laughs> the other I've never funny seen thing, that they actually steal it. So The other funny thing that happened is I think the very first time I had them come to my base <clears> was <throat> right after I hit a rank up and unlocked another level of the Snarl. So it's playing the boss music that like, they're coming to take your stuff. And Orcus and Persla are like, let's go down to the basement. And I'm like, <laughs> but, 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 and they're like, no, no, we got to go look at this mirror thing. And I'm like, but they're coming to take my stuff. And then, uh, it ended up being okay because I, yeah. like, they let, it, it doesn't do anything until you go except the. It, yeah, they don't come and actually take the treasure from your treasure vault. Oh, yeah, that's good to know. Oh, if they win, they don't? If they oh, I win, I bet they would. It. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never lost a battle at home. But I don't know if it's a... It it doesn't seem to be on, like, a timer. Like, yeah. if you left while they were there, yeah, it would probably uh, time out, but... Mm-hmm. Via yeah. the rival gangs on the field, I am fairly certain at this point that they are tied to you taking movement and actions on the field. Because I've been at times to where it's just like, you know, in the red of... They're really near. They're really near. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to stand here in this open spot and wait for him to spawn. And I've waited five, ten minutes, and they don't. And I go, oh. okay. So I start moving again, and I start doing stuff, and then they pop up. Mm. I can see that. That's why they got me on the cliffs. Okay. Yeah, that was I was I was ended up having to hop up, and there they were right on a cliff edge and kicked my butt, trying not to fall down. It also doesn't help that I suck with the – I refuse to call it a catapult – the uh, <laughs> slingshot. 
Well, yeah, I, that's, I, that's, yeah. I'll have to say that's an unfortunate localization one. I know it's the British, but you're you're not selling this game to England. You're selling it to the United States, and this is kind of a kids' game. Maybe like I, I don't know if they would have gone with like chips or uh, something like that for what is it? What's cookies, biscuits? Like, I, I think a couple of those might should have just been left as the American. But oh I mean, well. Dragon Quest Builders has French fries. Yeah, see something like that, huh. like. Why would you localize French fries as the American French fries, but not? It's a slingshot. When change it to, they didn't change it yeah. to chips or, or crisps. 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 Those are chips. Crisps are chips. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was so funny because I, me and Liam were doing this interview with the the person that works at Square Enix that promotes treasure, treasures, and she was talking about the catapult this, catapult that, and I, I was just imagining in my head like, oh, so I guess Eric lugs around this huge catapult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's weird, but okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, the British word for for slingshot. So I wonder if yeah. catapult in in UK terms is catapult, like an actual catapult, or something else. I didn't bother to look that up. Ah, uh, you know, I looked it up and I got an answer, and I already already forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the that's part of the battle system uh, that we we can start talking about. You have Eric and Mia, and like we said before, they're exactly the same. They can battle with a knife that they have, and they can do combos. You've got the catapult, and you've got all sorts of things you can do with the catapult. You can use it for damage. You can use it for healing. You can restore your monster's MP. Uh, you have up to three monsters that you can bring with you that you can choose to bring with you into battle, and they all have their different attacks. Some do healing. Some do attack. Some do support. They all have all, all of their specialties that they do. So your monsters, uh, they do their own thing. You can't tell them what to do. You can't even give them like a different tact of like, I want you to save MP or I want you to do this or, or the other like you can in some other Dragon Quest games. So that's interesting. You also you need to really watch your MP in battles because of that. So you can you can also you can fight with a dagger, um, with a slingshot or the catapult and your monsters. And you also get special attacks, which I love. You can change yourself into, I think it's called, is it dragon mode or something like that? Wild side. Wild, wild side. side. Show your wild side. You, you wild unleash side. the dragon to, to show right. your wild side. There you go. And then you get all crazy and you can go like twice as fast and you do more damage and do more critical hits. And for all three of your monsters that you have with you, they have different special attacks that you can do. So each little monster will do like this huge special attack as long as you build up your gauge high enough to unleash it. Because you can do up to, I think, three bars of your special gauge to be able to do the special attacks. And those are fun. I love experimenting with all the different monsters and all the different attacks that they can do. That's how I deal with the rival gangs usually. Yep. The second That's, they yeah. show up, I, I unleash one of them, and I've never even come close to losing one. That was my being stupid that I didn't do that when I got attacked the first couple times. I figured mm. that out recently. It's okay. They don't tell you that kind of thing. Well, no, and the, what is it? The only two commands you can issue to your party is go, 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 or... Gather round. Gather round, yeah. But they don't actually really listen too well to that. No, they don't. hammer on the button when I'm trying yep. to run away. <laughs> yeah, no, I did that so many times. Run away and like, come on, gather around, gather around, gather around. And they'd still be like turning to fight. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, because the monster's I, like close enough to you. They're like, no, screw you. We're going back. <laughs> yep. yep. I, I, so, you know, I'll start with mine. You guys will probably have some better things here. But I was incredibly frustrated the entire time with this battle system. Um, you know, partly it was, I'm playing it a week before launch. So I got no one really to talk to about this. It was pissing me off so much. 
Um, first of all, the daggers, yeah, it does a little bit of damage, but um, yeah, I was trying to finish the, finish the game, so I'm moving through at a good clip. I'm saying, like, when I was, when the, what is it, the Snarl said you should be level 30 to go in here, I was, like, level 29, level 30. I was right there. All my monsters were right around that level. I was doing everything right as the game expected you to, so I was, like, just barely slipping through and then not a lot of times. There's one of the uh, dragon stones I went and found at night, and I was very excited. I'm like, wow, all the monsters are sleeping in this area. Because oh, no. at night, the monsters can be sleeping. And sure, I got the dragon stone. I was making my way back, and there's like one freaking monster awake over on the side. And all my monsters went over there, and they, by attacking him, they woke up all the other ones. And so suddenly, I'm in the middle of a fight with all these level 40 people, and I'm like level 32, wiped out. It took me three times to do that dragon stone, go get it. I kept making sure I did it at night because I was like, I probably shouldn't be going to get this one right now, but whatever. Now that I know oh. where it is, I'm going to get it. Did you try and using stealth mode? I didn't. Oh, it was way at the ass, ass end of a, um island. Yeah, because like, that stealth forte can be very useful to, to sneak beat sneak be uh sneak by everybody so you can avoid oh, that kind of thing the, it, it was so far it would have taken like three stealths to get there and three stealths to get back oh okay, from an, okay. there there was a lot of monsters in between where the open area i was at and where it was so i was kind of running along the edge because i mean you can really run along the edge of all these islands i mean the view distance is pretty cool because you can see other islands from the islands you're on. Um, and I mean, it's almost like an open world game there. But yeah, I was trying to sneak right along the edge of all these things. And no matter how much I kept telling my monsters, come here, come here, come here. They fucked it up twice. Thanks a lot, guys. And yeah, I, I had so many deaths. I think by the time I was at 12 hours, I'd probably lost three hours worth of progress to deaths because I hadn't trained myself to save while I was out in the middle of the field often. Yeah, and I know, yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of, what is it? Um, there's autosave, but the autosave only activates when you spend either the night or rest at a campfire scattered around or travel on the train. Um, there's probably one or the other two, but those are the main ones that it'll autosave on. So if I was running 15, 20 minutes out to get somewhere and come back, so I was trying to do specific missions, I would just, oh, my frustration level was really high for quite a while with this. And I just, not being able to give the monsters, like, save MP or whatever, because that's usually what happened. It was, you know, I was running low. It had turned nighttime. All my monsters were drained of MP because they just fucking go crazy with it. And like I said, I was always living on the edge trying to beat this game um, right along with the levels that I was always at. Like it, all it took was one guy five or ten levels higher than me to come along and they would just start wailing on him, ignore the other ones. And then it was game over. So I was never... worried. I was worried that I was going to run into the same thing that you did. But then once I hit that first store at one of the train stations and they sold the MP pellet. I was like, ha ha, there we go. I can just fire these at my Uzabella who can heal all the time. And then it's been, I've only died once uh, since then. Yeah, yeah that's, I that's learned I, I needed to mention. be a bigger spender. Yeah, you got to be more proactive on your on your uh, your uh, healing pellets and buff pellets. Because, uh -huh. you know, with how, as you put it, how kind of off the rails they seem to go. I always make sure I have a pretty full stock of MP restore pellets. See, I don't, I haven't like had issues with my monsters mp very often like i think i've had to use mp pellets maybe twice but also i'm gaining at 36 hours and <laughs> zero well, story progression well like uh, uh <laughs> one story progression out of one seven, story sorry sorry yes. uh but like even 
leveling up, I never really had that happen. And I mean, like, I'm at a point now where I'm just sort of steamrolling over everything. So, because like you're talking about, the dagger doesn't really do much damage, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can, I can kill most things with my dagger. It's it's pretty okay. If um, you're equipping medals to up your attack power, then absolutely, because that's what I do. I've got several actually, gold yes, medals. I'm doing that too. Yeah, I have several gold medals that have like increased my like attack by like 50. So when wow. I hit these guys, I'm hitting them for a ton of damage comparatively. Oh, I think oh, I only yeah. got two gold medals in the whole game. And then if yeah, you and then if you play the the pellet game where you try and figure out like what's weak to what and you find the pellet that they're weak to, then it's like mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Oh, let, let let me help you out with that. The donk pellet seems to damage everything like amazingly well, especially gigantes. Oh, okay. It's good to know. Those are also good against Lost Leaders. Yes. Yes, they are. And of course, you know, Zap Pellets against mechanical monsters are... Oh, yeah. That was like the first boss. I was like, oh, I got some Zap Pellets. I know what I'm doing. I... I... The first boss for me was a spectacular blunder. It went so poorly. (laughs) Because that was actually the first time that I figured out how... what like how to do the pinch mechanic but i was like what does this do so i was trying to use it on the boss like a dummy uh most there is a boss you do need to use it on what there there will come a boss area where it really teaches you to use the pinch mechanic like if you haven't done the uh um what is it those missions from the pirate guy there comes a very early boss where you have to pinch like that they even tell you that like you know you gotta pinch you can't beat up this boss and i I was completely over-leveled for that fight, and it was another thing that pissed me off. I'm like, I think I walked in, like, level 20, and the boss, it was probably 30, and he was 20 or something. It's like, you can't beat this guy. I'm like, I'm fucking 10 levels higher than him. And, like, the whole mechanic is like, nope, you just have to pinch. We can't beat him. We have to pinch. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what? You'll I'll encounter be sure him. to and document how that how that works. I was gonna say yeah. for blue, you're gonna walk in there at like level seventy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you can't take on this level twenty guy. No way. Uh, I, I, I thought switch with the bottles, the battle system, the entire time, even through to the. Uh, and I think I said this today in the Discord too. Like the final boss of the ga- the game to me was just the most boring fight ever because it took like 20, 25 minutes, and I just played white mage. I just sat there like hit point, hit point, hit point. Um, and I had some of the because going into the last level, of the snarl that I did beforehand, um, I know we're in. You said you got some really good stuff. Well, I got like the upgraded stuff for a good deal from a merchant in there. And I was like, I was walking in there with like, you know, kazap stones and everything. And it just it didn't do shit against the final boss. I'm like, this is just dumb. The thing might have had like 30, 40, 50,000 hit points. And I'm doing like 80, 80, 80 and like regular monsters so i i just i stood back and i 25 20 minutes just like i don't want to play white mage this game sucks <laughs> the battle system, at least so yeah there, there were there were battles that i felt like it was really good with and i could hit and do damage and then uh, again i was rushing i was not necessarily under leveled i was probably right about the level because i would fight bosses in the snarl that were like 35 45 and i would be 34 35 right there with them it's only that one boss that i should have been able to steamroll that it flat out told me you can't do this but for those of you going at a much slower pace i think you'll probably be fine yeah Yeah. and i guess another thing that usually helps me out with bosses a lot is the medleys i don't know how to trigger them necessarily but every once in a while if i use if i use like i don't know a frizz pellet and someone else is attacking at the same time there'll be an extra hit on the boss for like 2000 damage and i'll be like oh yeah 
I don't know. I, I I don't know how to manipulate them. It's one of those things that just sort of happens when it happens, and I'm like, a, sweet. A critical hit? No, no. no. It's like when everybody hits at once. Yeah. Oh combos. yeah. Those those combos are kind of hard to time. They are. I mean, and it tells you like what the next one should be, but it's all real time combat, so it's like, uh, it's Wait, not like it tells you, can... you what the next one should be. Yeah, it does. I've never seen watching. that. Yeah. It'll, if like, you're if you're paying attention to that window, very small on there, it does tell you. Huh. I was in a. Good luck. I think doing I was it. in a. Yeah. Good luck doing. It. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> good luck. I think the only time, and then I started picking up on it afterwards. But I think two of my monsters were dead, so I had like one monster, and him and I somehow managed to do it. So like that window stayed there for a while because my other monster wasn't attacking; he was backing up to heal himself, and that window stayed there for a bit. And I'm like, oh shit! Look at that! It tells me what I should do next. But no, I one hit a boss or one hit. You know, I one comboed a boss on that one time. I went up, I did something, I backed up, I shot it with a pellet, and the thing was dead because I had done whatever, and it showed up, and it was like five thousand damage. Oh, but wow. yeah, good luck replicating. <laughs> I kept those same monsters forever, and it never really got that high again. It's a neat mechanic. It's just uh, it's does, does it pop up over there where they tell you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Does it pop up over there where it lists them when they happen? Yes. Because mm-hmm. okay. it'll show you which ones triggered it. Gotcha. They usually flash up so fast I can't even read them. Exactly. Or I'm it just is. not paying attention. So yeah, it, I It's guess nice that's... when it happens, but triggering it is not often. Yeah, so that's a mechanic that I think puts the battle system on a step higher than like Dragon Quest Builders, because Dragon Quest Builders literally is just hacking. Hack, hack, yeah, yeah, yeah. hack, 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 hack. Um, so there's there's more things to do than in some other spinoffs that don't really have battles as their main focus. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it'd be a little bit closer to heroes with like different things that you can do, but no, like literally you just have that dagger and other than metals, there's no equipment. You can't give anybody armor. You can't give anybody weapons. I would have loved to have seen that, like other than just metals doing something else to that little dagger. But then again, I mean, you're still a little eight year old kid <laughs> at some <laughs> point going across, going against the level 50 gigantas. So I don't know if your knockoff sword's going to do anything much. Yeah, the, Whack them with your flailer's mail. Yeah, the metal system's interesting. They're all based off of different monsters, and they all have mm-hmm. the different things that you can do. It can increase your HP, your defense, your magic, your deftness, which is good for, I think we're good for stealing, correct, right? The Increasing your deftness. Deftness. Yeah, crits. Crits, mm-hmm. crits. So, so that's a And different... if you get even deeper into them, they all do different stuff, like increase your resistance to frizz or sizz. Or, I don't know if you've tabbed over on those menus with them. They all add different resistances. They to, and They have to be good enough to do it, I think. Yeah, and then each metal is also, you know, has a rank as well, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's bronze ones and rainbow runs. I haven't seen a rainbow one yet. Has anybody Neither seen rainbow ones? No, nope. I've got... I'm just looking at it now. I got two golds. This is the highest I've got. It's bronze, silver, gold, and uh, the rainbow. Rainbow, yep. Yep. I assume there are rainbow medals, considing that you can recruit rainbow monsters. Yes, I would believe so as well. But I Your also have not seen medals, any. Basically. And speaking of monster recruiting. Ah, yeah. We'll go right into that. That's the next thing on our list. So uh, what do you all think of the monster recruiting mechanics here? I'm having so much fun. It's great. I, I really like it. I, I love... You know, you can get different ranks of monsters like we just mentioned. Um, and, that you know, the higher the rank they are, the more materials it requires to recruit them. You know, it gets to the point, I think, when you hit gold and rainbow that you have to have food items on top of just regular resource materials to recruit. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And yes. of course, their stats will be way better than everything below it. And uh, I like that you can actually rename the monster. So if you get a pun that you don't like, you can just change it. <laughs> <laughs> but who's gonna who's gonna not like uh, Dame Judy Drench? <laughs> <laughs> that was that's been my favorite so so far. <laughs> All the monster names. I like the Protect Eric robot. I like Protect Eric too. Oh, I didn't get that one. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen that's that. That's his one. name. Yes. I spelled it. So, I spelled it in the document there. It's P R zero zero T A T E K T E R dash lowercase I K. Awesome. So that you get you get he's a special monster that you get from a subquest. I see. Okay. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of monsters you can recruit, and you can use uh, buddy pellets to help you recruit those monsters. And you know, sometimes you can get a slime. Sometimes you can get a slime with a hat. I've never gotten any of them with hats, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I have a she-slime with a uh, witch's hat on right now. (laughs) I've got a king slime with a viking's helmet. Ooh, nice. I've got the the purplish-pink golem, and it's got all the little glyphs, like Egyptian glyphs on it. Oh, cool. Oh, Oh, that's neat. that one I took to the end of the game. That was my glyphic golem because yeah, I was forced golem. to give up my uh, hero of my party at the time. The, and actually, uh, that's another frozen one? I'll save later. No, I, I had a golem going for a long time and he was like five levels ahead of everybody else. And then it was like, oh, we need a golem for this. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I got the glyphic golem before I even have I haven't gotten the materials yet to get like the regular golem that I have to recruit. Oh, I, I love the glyphic golem. He was part of my end game party. Nice. And then of course, like the first monster that you get is uh Uzabella. Uzabella. Yeah. She's I'm still I, using her. Wait, where what did you guys see the glyphic glyphic golem? I don't think I found that one yet. Uh, I don't know. S- Snarl, I think. I think that's where oh. I got mine. Uh, see, I got right. most of I was gonna say I got most of the monsters I took with me it through the game from the Snarl. Yeah, they give you like a lot of nice monsters in the Snarl yep. missions. But that, that advances that's the where my story. Were. <laughs> it doesn't have to. It just tells you, like, hey, this is where you need to go to advance the story. And it even tells you, do you want to make this your main quest? And I and so far I've said, like, no, no, not yet. That is true. It, it gives you the it gives you the quests to go get the dragon stones, but you don't have to do that quest. No. I have uh, done a couple, like like you get a couple just from like opening the levels of the snarl, mm-hmm. and so I've had those. But uh, funny, funnily enough, the one that I got by accident, I did not have the quest yet, and then I got the tablet that told me how to go get that one, and they're like, "Huh? But you've done that, done this already." It's pretty That's cool great. that you could do it without having the hint. And I'm like, actually, that hey. is really nice. Is that the one that was at? Do you remember it being at the ass end of a world, like way? So the one that on I got, pinnacle? it's on the pattern. I got, I got the uh, amethyst wing. It's on the pattern Um, hmm. it's 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 nice. the one that gets stolen at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You beat the team to get it back then right yeah yeah yeah. okay i could see how that would happen then yes it's interesting because for the seven different things there's i want to say there's six different ways that you go about obtaining them they're not all like just beat a team they're not all just go into the snarl or whatever there there are they are spread out differently and you have different kind of missions to go do them i kind of thought and you know what? Because I did them out of order, because, again, I was just doing the snarl and whatever, and I didn't necessarily accept the quests. The first two that I did were the exact same MO. This way to get them was the exact same way. And then the next five were all 
completely different. Hmm. So it was interesting because I think I've gotten three total tablets from, or maybe maybe I've gotten four from the Snarl. But the first one I got, it didn't actually give me a quest, which I thought was strange. But that's probably because I didn't go through the portal after they told me to go through the portal. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and something else uh, that I've loved in this game so far has uh is our next topic is the music and they start oh out... hold on hold on i oh, want to go what, back what, what? <laughs> to the monster recruiting yes so uh this has been a big point of mine the past day i've been talking about it so there's a lot of things that you need to do in the game to give up a monster hey you want to open up this railway station well we're gonna need a golem to do this oh you want to open you want to reform the dorms over here well we're gonna need you know this guy or if you're gonna oh this wants to happen over here you need to do that honestly it's just my bad luck but every time i get asked to give up a monster and i'm like what the golem can't like repair this thing and then come back to my team no he's gone forever and it makes it very clear that you will lose this monster you'll get back all your coins that's on them and that's it they're gone forever every time i've gone to do it it is some they've asked for somebody who's in my main party and i have stuck with mine <laughs> here um and so the first time I did it, I'm like, well, fuck, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go get another one. Like, I'll go get another golem. And I fought and I fought golems and I kept shooting buddy bullets and the better bullet buddy bullets even the second time around for another monster. And I just couldn't get a second version of that monster recruited. And it made it started to make me think like, OK, is this like a Dragon Quest monster holdover where even from the original games all the way through Joker, if you try to go recruit a second of the same species of monster, it is so much harder. The RNG is like half or less. So I had a really hard time with that, getting that second one. And as you guys are talking about, um, when you start getting higher ranked monsters and they start recruit asking for food items, a lot of those food items you have to find recipes from. And some of those recipes can just be out in random boxes on any one of those islands. And those those islands, I want to say, have about 80 little treasure boxes on them a piece. And holy cow, I've got such a store of monsters that I could have recruited, but I can't make the food because I don't know the recipe. Yeah, those yeah. boxes are all over the islands. Like you, oh, there. It's a huge open world that they made for all the different Oh, islands. it is, yeah. The, they're like high and low and all over the place it's it's i think that's why using that scan i haven't used i haven't messed with scan too much but i haven't I'm, touched but scan using either scan <laughs> would probably help out a lot once you have to hunt down oh, the yeah. ones that you've missed that's what i was going to ask if scan picked up treasure boxes because i know it does. it does pick up nodes yep uh that I, so i ended up with a scan party member exactly once and it tipped me off to the fact that on the moor, there are basically some big hollows under trees that you can whack some roots and get like a stealth entrance to a little cave under all the trees. Um, and I would not have known wow. to do that had I not had scan that one time. Mm. Oh, wow. Interesting. And yeah, so I there's probably a dozen or more, probably a lot more than a dozen recipes that I never found. So because I've never found them, I can never make the food. And because I can't make that food, I can't recruit that monster. So they just kind of sit there in my you know waiting room forever. So there are and, some other ways to get food. I think specifically, I've had a lot of rival gangs drop food when I beat them. Um, hmm. And in addition even. to in addition to finding the recipes in chests, you sometimes just straight up find the food. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yes, it's not. It's it's 
rare and totally a crapshoot, but there are a couple of different ways to get lucky. <laughs> and see, rare and totally a crapshoot is what's killing me. Because I, I, I've, I was playing Pokemon before, and I'm playing Pokemon after, and I've got my freaking Great Balls and Dusk Balls and everything, and I can affect how I collect those monsters, but I can't here. And it's just, ugh, you know, oh, it, one thing- it, it's RNG a lot, and I, and I know the RNG is lower for getting that second monster again. And that's what it, it killed me a lot. I, I had to give up a lot of monsters that I wanted to use. And um, I know you've said that I had somebody today say, oh, just get another one. Ugh, but the ones I go to catch are like eight levels under where I was. And eight levels is a huge difference in this game. It's bringing back your Kiefer separation anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just reminds me of Liam, who like never got into Dragon Quest Monsters games as a kid because he couldn't co- catch that second slime. I think that's the story. I- yeah. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't catch a second slime. What the hell? Like, it wouldn't let me catch another one. Like, I just kept running away. So I gave up. One thing that I just Uh, remembered that I like about uh, catching the different variations of the monsters, besides having ones like slimes with a hat. But uh, at your base, like, they'll show up in random places. And once you start getting different variations of the different monsters, like, I just ran into, like, three different types of restless armors. And they kind of pose next to each other and hide behind the shield (laughs) and do little motions. I've had two, like, muddy hands that will play rock, paper, scissors with each other and all sorts of animations like that, which are fantastic. The cutest thing I ever I have ever seen, and it just absolutely melted my heart, is I had four Drakis just sort of following each other in a little parade, and they would go and they would do a little circle around one of the light posts, and then they would go to the next light post and they'd circle around that one, <laughs> and then they'd go to the next light post and they'd circle around that one. I took lots of pictures of that because I was like, this is so cute, but I don't know that the pictures are going to actually... Uh, show that very well <laughs> so <clears throat> i there's one that i took a picture of and i uploaded it to the the google drive of pictures i dumped but i have where three muddy hands will hang out in front of your kind of company banner flag and they do the charlie's angels pose like they ah. go guns up <laughs> <laughs> and then That's another awesome. one that i didn't get grab a picture of but i have a white king and then a hades condor and the white king will hold his staff up and the hades condor will be perched on it Oh, oh, wow. That's awesome. That's cool. There's a there's a just the other, I don't know, like an hour ago, I was looking around and I, I got one of the new sham hat, which is I forget which variation of, of it was. And I was looking around and his hat was just hanging on a light post at the base. He I, he wasn't around anywhere. Just his hat was hanging on the light post. I was like, OK, that's different. <laughs> and this is why this game is good. <laughs> it's not for the now. gameplay. It's for the random monster animations. <laughs> yes. Now. Would it have been better if we had more than uh, 74 monsters? Oh, absolutely. Or 80, 74. There's 74 total monsters in here. So, and it, I've gone through and counted. It's 18 monster models. Yeah, but there's like what? Six, there's like six variants of each kind. Yep. Well, I mean, there's not six of each. There, it, it varies. Close to, yeah. Like so the we can slime go from three to six. Yeah, slime the slimes have six. have six. I think the Drakis have six as well. They do. Lost Leader only has three. Correct. I don't know what yeah, the one in the middle is. I've seen it's Lost between... Leader. I've seen the other one that you posted earlier today, but I haven't yep. seen the other one. It's yeah, blue but... and red, I believe. Whatever blue the... and red. Red Giant. Oh, that sounds about right. The names of them are Lost Leader, Red Giant, and Ultramarine. Ultramarine. Uh, Ultramarine. Ultra, Ultramarine was my first boss in the Snarl. Yeah, He's down there. That, that was the first one. I remember that was huh. being the only one on my list for a while. See, he's I don't know if that's a, random he, or not. 
I found him as just a random bejeweled monster. I think I got a crystal dragon's bane from him. It would have been really funny if he was my crystal horse poop, but I don't think he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he this was like is, level this, 70. He was like 20 levels ahead of me, and I was like, oh no, but my treasure map is right next to him. So I just, so I know. <laughs> I just like popped a bunch of frizz bombs at him and it did it did more more damage than i thought it was would so i i was able to take him out for for a game that started as a dragon quest monsters game they really sadly nixed that you know you had the pokemon dexit um three years ago and this is this is almost a criminal lack you've got a thousand monsters in the dragon quest universe and I thought somebody said there was close to 100 models in Dragon Quest XI and then all the recolors and everything. But yeah, this has got 18 monster models and then the uh, whatever and and then recolors to bring it up to 74. It's just so little. It's so all little. the other models are all the treasures. Yeah. Yeah. Because this you know, is not because a lot of people came into this game thinking like, oh, it'll be like a monsters game. But they took a hard turn away oh, from they, monsters. They turned away and that, they, yep. they this is not this kind this is not the kind of game uh, where it does that. This is all about explore exploration and finding yep. treasure. And like if that's what you're into, if you like exploring an open world and finding all the treasure and all the references to all the different things that we'll talk about later, like it's a great game. But if you're coming in here thinking like, oh, maybe it'll be like a monsters game, you're going to be. Sadly disappointed because it is not. It is not, and yeah, no, it, it's it does what it says it's going to do. Dragon Quest Treasures has over seven hundred treasures to find, not seven hundred monsters, seven hundred treasures. Each and now monster pending. can carry ten treasures. And that's why hats were introduced. <laughs> Actually, though. And now, Pendy, you can take it away with the music. The music, yes. So uh, as I was, I was saying before, the music in this game has been spectacular just like with the different treasures it takes music from anything that you can think of of any kind of spin-off or or dragon quest game that's been out there in the past it starts out with a deep cut because once you get to that first pirate base that is the music from rocket slime the plob theme yeah (laughs) and that was that was fantastic i was like oh my god this is rocket slime music they are going for for everything i like that so that was that i've i remember going into one of the treasure map um, what do you call them? When you get a treasure map and you go into one of those treasure dungeon, treasure, du- thank you, blue yeah. treasure dungeons. And like the, the tower music from dragon warrior four kicks on. I was like, Oh yeah, that's great. But yeah, it's been, it's music from like all over the place. And I read a review that said like, Oh, this has some new tracks, but I, and of course I'm not too far deep into the game. But I don't know if it does or not. I, I'm guessing that maybe was- some people thought it was like, Oh, this is, I don't recognize this. And it's like something from dragon quest 10, which not a lot of people would know or, or Rocket Slime yeah. or something like that. I and, haven't and noticed. I know. There's, there's one track that I don't recognize. I'm like, it What's might the... potentially be the normal Dragon Quest Nine dungeon theme. But I'm also not really sure because most of my Dragon Quest Nine memories are from Grottos, which reuses the Dragon Quest Three dungeon theme. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the theme on Grey Wing Mountain in the Windswept Moors. That's the one I don't recognize. But everything else I've been able to place. Um, what's the one that plays when the rival gangs show up? That is the Dragon Quest X boss theme. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, that that one is also reused in Dragon Quest XI, so when you fight Avarith, and I think Booga, um, they, it plays that theme. So I guess uh, we're not replacing uh, Sugiyama anytime soon. Why replace him when you can just continue to reuse the music? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I, I love when you take screenshots of this game because his name's on all the screenshots because the screenshot is copyright him too. 
Because you can hear the music in your head. You can hear yeah. the music in your head. So, man, you got to you... copyright. Put his name on that screenshot. Well, hey, I mean, you, you I can hear images. Joke, you, know? but you can't take videos in this game. Good. so Not unless you're Woodis. I could probably about that do capture it device too, for. if I cared. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I also have an HDMI capture card that I've been using to stream to my brother who's two steps away the entire if weekend. If you have stock Switch hardware, you cannot capture video. We'll, we'll, we'll state it right. as that. Yeah, you're right. But you can. You just have to turn off the HDCP setting. Oh. That's how I've been doing it for since I've got my I've got a base level switch. I well, no, we mean with, that a while ago. Is that with the uh, using just the capture button on their switch? No, no, I've got a separate HDMI capture device, but you have to turn off the HDMI protected stream mode, which is called HDCP, and then you can capture the video. Huh. You know, because I definitely have not turned that off, but I've been able to stream it to my brother, but that might also be because I'm really just sharing my screen over discord oh sure so i don't know am i am i doing this illegally i don't know if you if you ask sugiyama don't listen i probably yes, am because because yeah. Yeah. there's no copyright when i do it nobody listen nice i mean that's like when i was trying to take screenshots of dragon quest die for certain things and I couldn't do it. Like Crunchyroll, I thought Crunchyroll had like a block, but then all I, I found out like, oh, just turn this thing off on your PC or your PlayStation 4, turn off this setting, and then you can do it. It's like, oh, okay, and very easy. But so, yeah, sometimes it's something as simple as that. Just flip one setting, and then boom, there you go. Yeah, it's the hardware acceleration in your browser is what you had to turn off. Yeah, exactly. You can use OBS to capture snippets for that way too. OBS is what I'm using, so. Well, so how does you it work? going to, uh, oh, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, so if you were to capture video of maybe one of the other rival teams that you have, uh, what, what do you guys think about the rival teams? Because there's, what, nine or ten of them? My favorite one is the Thieving Phantoms. <laughs> because it's a really well done Persona 5 reference. Uh, so they're the Thieving Phantoms. They all wear fancy upscale top hats their symbol is literally the mask that joker wears and the quest <laughs> for it is take your treasure instead of take your heart and i laugh every nice. time i fight them nice. i think i've over, only ever seen the thunderous plunderers so far but i've only been invaded like three times yeah i haven't seen too much of them yet either but i haven't done a lot of the quests that would involve interacting with them more I hope there's more interaction with them, but I don't think there is too much. Mm -hmm. I wish there was more because they came up with some nice characters for these other teams. So one of the one of the other things that does come up is if you dispatch your monsters a lot, sometimes they will come back having found the base of another rival mm -hmm. gang. Oh. And at that point, you get a quest to go take their treasure. Um, cool. So it'll give you a location on your map. You'll walk up to them, start a fight. And it's basically that thing with the flag where you have to pull the flag out that I think they you you did with Gale. Um, yep. Yes. Very, very early on. Yeah. That's can, how you trigger those. Okay. Yep. I think I did that all of twice and I, it was like 20 hours in and I'm like, oh, I remember being taught this mechanic. Let me go grab that damn flag. And I usually oh. just unleash the dragon and kill them all and then pull out the flag. <laughs> but you're OP. We get it. <laughs> Um, no, you, this is a whole, uh, I don't think we've talked so much about the quest lines in here, but there are eight different types of quests that you can do in this game. You got your story quests. Um, you have daily quests because it's a mobile game and you have team quests because you can go beat up every team 
and there's just tons and tons of different quests you'll get quests like blue said when uh they go out and find stuff um they'll come back they can tell you hey there's a metal slime over on the uh paternoggin or hey over on the mainland they spotted one of those uh sparkly ones um and you can go fight them but there are a whole there's a whole board right next to your daily quest one that shows you all the quests for defeat you know the thieves five times and then if you do it guess what it changes to defeat them 10 times yeah you can find and it'll tell you like you can find a metal something or you can find a, a bejeweled enemy and all i could think of is like oh i can did they bedazzle them with jewels <laughs> nope dressing up your monsters that would have been wonderful because uh, all the wonder all, blue's right like the way that they're dressed and everything are great Mine's the slimes with the uh, jester hats. I think I've beaten them like 14 times now. It, That's the my cutie slimes. That. The cutie slimes. Oh, my God. I fought them so many times. My kids know that. They hear the music and they come running. I'm like, you fighting the cutie slimes again? Yes, <laughs> it's always the fucking cutie slimes. I'm like defaulted to cutie slimes all the time. One of the Every time I'm out in the field, they come. One of the things that I have noticed that's a little bit weird is sometimes if they attack me while I'm in a weird space and I end up running away a little bit to like try to get to flat ground, the first team that attacked me will like disappear and all of a sudden it'll be a different team that I'm fighting. So it's like the daybreakers show up to, to fight you and it's like, okay, let's climb down this mountain just so that we can, you know, have space. And then it's like, oh, suddenly it's the merry men now. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm killing these guys now. I've had that happen. Like, I've been in a tight area and they show up and I don't even see them. I'm like, where are they? Like, where did they spawn? I, I, I turn all around. They're not there. Maybe they spawn too low and I don't see them or whatever. So, yeah, I move along and then you're right. It's something else. <laughs> I've moved out of their zone. They couldn't find me. So I, I have taken to doing exactly what you say. When it starts flashing red, let me get to somewhere open so I can see them. Mainly because I'm just going to, like, pound them with the big attack first and yeah. then do it. Or do what I did at the beginning and run to a train station and run away. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I mean, I did I that. I finally too, learned not I to do that. Like, this sounds scary. I'm not about that. <laughs> so if you sleep at a fire, sometimes it also clears them approaching you. Oh, does it? Does it? I don't. Oh, that makes so sense. So I've, I've noticed that I'll go into a train station and the notification will go away because that's like a safe zone. But as soon as you leave the train station, it comes right back. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I've noticed that, but I guess I've never tried staying at the fire then to see if they go away. I'll have to try that next time. Just got to sleep it off. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> I, one thing I was looking at earlier, um, this is just overworld question, and I don't know if I like it. When you clear all the train stations, does it completely open the map up for that island? Yes, yeah. it does. Oh, so, it does. I don't, I don't like that because yes. now I don't know where I haven't been. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I haven't it gotten took, to It takes away all the black? It yeah, does. It, it, takes it gets away rid of the, the fog of war. Damn. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. because what they what they want you to do is they want you to go and open the second station on all of the islands and then explore because they're all sectioned into thirds basically. Yeah, yeah. So they want you to, to to go through the first third of the island, then go to the second train station, unlock it, explore all that, and then hit all the islands. Because yeah, there's a sense of progression when you do it that way when you look at the monster levels. But you know, if you're like us lot, you just kind of power your way to the third train station and unlock it if you can and you kind of screw yourself over i'm not gonna lie i took some sanguinite from the station mat that like the, the the first people you meet on the other islands and i'm like thanks for this and then i zipped back to the cinderback ridge to open that third train station <laughs> it's like i know you wanted me to use this on your island but i'm not gonna well, I will Station say Station Master nice, is when you disappointed. Open, <laughs> when you open the whole map, it'll um, 
show you three things. It'll show you how many of those little brown treasure chests you haven't found. It'll tell you how many of the red, blue, and green ones, at least, it'll that you found. And it'll tell you out of how many. So you can yes. start knowing how many. And it'll show you how many balloons are there, because uh, there's those two oh, monsters yeah. that have hidden balloons all over. It's uh, so it actually, Dragon Quest actually, 11 popping it again. It doesn't, that's not tied to your island progress. The balloons show up as a total as soon as you unlock the balloons quest. Mm. Um, and each island has 20. Oh, okay. But you'll never pop them all. God, no. <laughs> I'm at 24. 24 I, right now. I've popped 60. Nice. Wow. I'm at the last quest where they've dared me to go pop all of them. <laughs> Jeez, I, just come, I just got past the 10. <laughs> they've, started, they've started to be like, this is kind of fun. I guess we should take down all the balloons. And it's like, I don't remember where I've hit them. And they're like, hey, Mia, can you help us? I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> but what I what I, I do, I do think hunting the balloons is kind of fun because if you're close enough, your slingshot critical will snap to it. But yes. even if you are not close enough, you can still line up the shot. Oh, yeah. I've hit him from down. pretty damn far away. I was happy. On one cliff and looked way away. I was like, oh, that little dot. Pow. Yeah, I was happy you could do that. I was like, I, I was in the same situation where I was like way up high and it was way over like halfway on the other side of the island. I was like, I'm not going to be able to hit that. Oh, crap. I hit that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank God. I don't want to go all the way over there just to get it. Yeah. Gravity so means nothing. Good. No, <laughs> that was, Actually, that was the, there, there is a tiny, tiny bit of uh, pellet drop. Um, and I only know some this. Of those distances. Yeah, it's it's not realistic how much yeah. there is. It should be way more than it is. But it it is noticeable if you start doing things from far enough away. And that, that, reminds, you know. and that reminds me, uh, speaking of gravity, that was one of the first things I did when I got uh, past like the tutorial level. I was like, I wonder if I can just jump off the cliff. <laughs> yes, you can. And it has no you consequence can. whatsoever. But if you jump off a cliff and then hit land, then you actually damage yourself. <laughs> so you have to be careful with that. Yeah, as long as you the, fall into the vastness, you're fine. Yes. <laughs> one of the one of the things that I I was like, I wonder if there's fall damage. And then I took like all of my health except for like four, and I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah, there's fall damage. Well, good. If you don't know already, you can't die from falling too far. You just stop at one HP. Yeah, and then, I've also and, done that. And then I fell off again at one HP, and I went, "Whoop! Well, oh, that's no. that." And you still you you don't take any damage. You just uh, stay at one HP. Okay. I've been hit at that one HP a couple times, and like, ah, oh, son of a bitch, trying to get away from something, and then went <laughs> went. Another fun thing is if you have. I found this out yesterday that I was in Cinderback Ridge in the in the fire pits, I believe it's called, or the lava pits. If you have a monster go down while they're they took damage in the in the lava pit, and you run out there to revive them, you stop taking damage as long as you're reviving them. Oh, so, it interrupts it for that mechanic. Yeah, but you take damage immediately when you finish reviving. So, and on that same note, I've had it where a monster gets stuck on the terrain and just keeps mm. jumping in the lava until they're dead. <laughs> I've had oh, that. Oh man, that Dragon Quest Four AI just couldn't have been implemented in his. <laughs> yeah, because they'll just they'll just sit. Sometimes they'll just sit there like I'm going to jump off. I'm going to jump <laughs> off, and they keep keep coming back to you because uh, otherwise they'd be dead. But that's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and just one of the things that I also experimented with right away, besides jumping off cliffs, was as soon as I got to that first island, uh, before you go into Draconia, I just went I went backwards. It's like, can I go in the water? 
Oh, I can go in the water. Oh crap, I can swim. So I was you like, swim? I found out yeah. the way you could swim. And I was like, oh, that's that's nice. I thought it was going to be like a Grand Theft Auto thing where it's like you drown or you just can't go or it doesn't let you. And I was like, oh, you get to swim in this game. So that was a pleasant surprise too. Mm-hmm. So what are we down to? Did we? Did we cover uh, online enough? We did. Okay. I think we pretty much covered everything. There is the one thing. I, I don't think we actually touched on it, but it was the you can send three monsters, each with their own unique treasure, out to go visit other people's islands. The dispatch? Yeah. Not the dispatch. The dispatch is Oh, for, the other one. Gotcha. Yeah, dispatch is for sending them to find materials in, on your game, but you can assign creatures, treasures, and send them out to gain likes from other people. Oh, yeah, we should probably exchange codes for that. Can't you key in? Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, what did everybody name their uh, base? What, what is your team name? Uh, I went team with the Patty. obvious one, Team Patty. No, Team Pendy. Team <laughs> Pendy? Well, obviously, Team, team Woodis. <laughs> wow. Mine is the Blue Stars. Yes. So wow. we've got, we, we've we, got we, Team we really uh, on brand here. <laughs> team Platty, Team Pendy. What was yours, Woodis? Team Woodis. Team Woodis. And then Blue Stars. Stars. See, I named mine the Coinfall Bandits. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Some creativity. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody went good. I sat there for I... 15 minutes thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Blue Stars was really clever. I didn't oh, name my team Team Blue Star. Sounds like a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Except we're not tall. <laughs> and a little bit more creative creativity than the rest of us. Not if you got Isabella. All right, so let's move on then to uh, voice acting. What do you think about all the voice acting in the game? It's great. I love it. It's weird to hear Jade's voice as Persola. Oh, that's the same voice actress? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no oh. idea. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't catch that either. There's only so <laughs> many people that live in Britain. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> But it's also really cool that the voices of Eric and Mia are, you know, they're they're actually kids. And I think this is Mia's very first credit. Oh, nice. And I think she's they're excellent. Done. She's she's fantastic. So oh, they're both great. Yeah. And it's funny also because not only is Eric voiced by a little boy, but you don't often see that with animation, whether it be anime or or, cart- or American cartoons. Usually they have like an adult woman that does like little boys voices. You know, we got everybody from Bart Simpson to uh, Anya and Spy Spy Family. Like it's usually some adult woman that does like the little little boy voice or little girl voice. But they actually have like a little boy playing the voice of a little boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought all of it was good, other than localizing the fucking catapult. Every other choice was fine. <laughs> the overworld gets a little repetitive sometimes when your slime says, oh, it's a beautiful day, and two phrases over and over every oh, five Oh, yeah, minutes. yeah. Uh, that, okay. Honestly, that's why I got rid of Uzabella. I was like, okay. no, you know what slime it is? Those are cute, but yeah. No, but I knew what slime it you was. Know what, slime what slime it was was time to slime slime to replace her. <laughs> Although uh, I could listen to the Drackey say, I like to swoop. Over and over and over and over again, and never get tired of it. Also, the White Kings say, "I'm dead happy." I uh, love except, my White King. Except yes. you don't actually hear the happy part most of the time, so he just you just hear, "I'm dead." And it's like same <laughs> bony face, same. I like the uh, the protect Eric too. It reminds me, not that I've ever watched Doctor Who, but I have the pinball machine. And it sounds like the, uh, um, what are the things in Doctor Who that are hunting? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Daleks? Is that what they're called? I think that's what you're... Little robot machines? Yeah, Daleks. It reminds me of that from the pinball machine. He also goes a lot. And it took me a very long time to be like, is that that him? 
Where's that sound coming from? I also like that every time you get to the title screen of the game, it's a different voice actor that introduces you to Dragon Quest Treasures. Oh, really? Oh, is it? Yes. I've heard like four or five different voices introduce the game since I've come to my saves, back to my saves. I'm sure Blue has not turned the game off on her Switch since she started playing. (laughs) I've I've put the Switch into sleep mode. Uh, and there was one time where I completely broke the game when I picked up a treasure and added an input at the exact correct moment that let my character run around on the screen while the camera was fixed as if I was holding the treasure chest up. Uh, I had to restart the system after that because it, it, it didn't, it wasn't happy. It didn't know what to do. I had a game crash just recently, like. In the past, like, two or three days, I went on a... I think I was looking at the treasures or something, and I just had a random crash. I was like, oh, okay. But uh, besides... I hadn't had what? that happen in the first 25 hours, but... So I don't know what I did. Maybe I had too much being on for Pokemon and then switching over to treasures. I got the Pokemon glitches and treasure. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> The game's had allergic reactions to each other. Yeah, they they uh, sitting too long next to each other without a mask on. It would be kind of nice, though, when you die, if it had, like, an Elden Ring style. Um, it'd, it'd drop okay. all your stuff and you go back and pick it up. Mm. Well... Well, I mean, completely makes you reload your save. So it's as if none of what you did happened. Yeah. No, but you could at least go pick up the treasures, even if it had a rival gang protecting it. That'd be an interesting mechanic. That'd be a cool. So that you didn't have to get the game over. I thought the game over was a little bit brutal. I mean, when do we ever get a game over in Dragon Quest? You always get the retry or, you know, lose half your gold. Thank God they don't take half your gold in this game because that would be. (laughs) That's a lot of gold. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, something maybe a 50, maybe a hundred thousand dollar penalty or something. I would have paid sometimes not to have lost what i lost yeah i think i've only i think i've only died twice uh but the first time it was a good like 45 minutes of exploring the more area yeah i just don't stop enough to save and it like it it really after about 10 hours after the frustration set in i was like i just need to save every time i get a treasure and that's what did it like yeah i need to do and that. then yeah it sucked but it, it started something had a trigger in my head to do it or you could just get so over leveled that you don't or have that. to worry about dying <laughs> so speaking of that what is your vault value at Mine? Yeah. Uh, it is just under 800,000, or 800 million. Sorry, these are bigger numbers than I'm used to working with. I'm at 560 million. Jeez, I'm at like 120 is all. I think I'm only at 80, 80, because I'm only like level 7. 80? My goodness, I think I can pull three treasures out that are worth that much total. <laughs> I'm sitting at... At just over two hundred million. Right. Yeah, I oh, have I just... one. I have one treasure that's worth fifty-three million. <laughs> I know you do. I don't have it. I've got one that's at twenty-five, and I'm like, oh my god, how do you have something so, double that? So the base value of the Gringham Whip is twenty-two million, and I got mm-hmm. it really early, so it's been oh. on my plinth for a long time. Yeah. So it's been polished a lot, and it has also been attempted to be stolen a lot. Oh. Yeah, that is yours a mint one or is it like what condition is it in? Uh, I believe it's mint. I think every iconic treasure I've gotten has been in mint condition. Yeah, it's mint. Yeah, it 85 has... million, level seven. That's all I got. Uh, Petty, how many hours you got in this game? Uh, I've been exploring around a lot, but only like 15 ish. Oh my goodness. I, I was definitely in the hundreds by then. Yes. Yeah, you, you have not been finding good treasure. <laughs> 773 million is what I meant. 
Yeah, I got 581. Yeah, there's my Balzac. Hollis <laughs> to a beautiful sheen. <laughs> I do have six plinths. You know what? Um, how many plinths did you have? Did Seven. You Seven. I think that's that might be the number. Looking at the image here, I think that's all that's going to fit on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Got There's not. Although I didn't think there was going to be space for the next mm. for like the last two that I got, and they found a way. So. Yeah, they're at the bottom. Oh, maybe there could be three more at the top and do 10. Looking at the way that this is lined up like that, I guess it could. Should we talk about the font in the game? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that goes right into like what we thought of the overall localization of the game. So that, that ties in perfectly. The font That's is perfect. is weird. The, 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 the font for the title of items and yeah. everything. I remember... The, um, the T's and F's are horrific. Oh, God. The U's and V's as well. A, yeah. yep, and the I's and J's. Yep. The J I got a like Jessica statue. <laughs> it looked like an eye. <laughs> I liked the the. I took a screenshot of it and I was like, "What the hell? They made a typo. It's the gr three gits, <laughs> and it was no, it was the three gifts. Because <laughs> that F looked like a T. It just looked like gits. I'm like, well, this font yeah. can get out of here, man. I got a stat of divine rats. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, somebody on. Um, um, Z6N4's Discord identified what the font was, and he's like, yeah, there's different variations of this, and obviously they picked one that... It, and he was telling me all the video games that it's in, too. He's like, oh, it's in Smash Brothers and whatever, but they picked variations that didn't have that. He goes, that that was somebody really looking at it, and he goes, you had to really make that choice. <laughs> I am not a fan of sans serif fonts, and this one is just terrible. Like, it's just bad. I thought the UI itself seemed a little off from what Dragon Quest usually offers. Maybe like it was too modern. Yeah, it feels very slick and angular compared yep. to like how classic Dragon Quest menus tend to be. Yep. It, it, I, I got like initially with like having eight different sets of quests and daily quests and this quest and that and each of those quests having like multiple some of those quests having multiple parts, I'm like, holy crap, man, this is just a checklist game. I feel like I'm playing a mobile game for a little bit. Sometimes. With those menus and those fonts and everything. That, like, it all just had a little bit of that together in my head. Like Sometimes, this is a mobile like, UI. The, the complaint I made earlier of the game doesn't explain stuff to you sometimes. If you go up to the daily board and you look at it and it was just like, you know... Uh, Use the treasure right. finder or something like that, but it doesn't exp it doesn't explain it very well in like the on the daily board because you can click right. on it and it'll say something like use this ability five times. So you have to go into your menu, you have to go to your quests, you have to go to the daily quests tab, and then you have to look at it and it gives you like a full loadout of the quest. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like that was too many steps to say go to Cinderback Ridge and use the treasure finder five times. Yeah, I was confused on a couple daily quests. I'm like, what is this even asking me to do? Like it, reading the short description did not answer what I needed to know. I mean, by it now somehow know, gives but... you less information than what you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. Like, yeah, like I, I think my my biggest gripe is just it just doesn't tell you what to do a lot of the time. It tells you it, it tells you what to do too much on the easy stuff and then on like, you know, hiding the treasure or um, figuring out how dispatch teams work. It just goes, eh, you can figure it out. <laughs> but beyond that, like the script has been written pretty well of what I've seen of it. Oh, yeah. The only thing that I saw that I thought was weird, and I don't know if this was pirate speak or just a straight up error that someone missed. But like the first scene where the pirate crew takes that first dragonstone away in the beginning of the game and he's talking 
uh, to everybody. He talks about, I got a, a tidbit of information for you. And he says, it, it, they spell it out as titbit instead of tidbit. And I was like, okay, that's, I don't know if that you said that on purpose or spelled that that way on purpose or what. But other than that, it's been, been fine. He just likes small boobies. <laughs> uh... A bit of tit. <laughs> okay, well, uh, speaking of those... Um, what about finding? We haven't really talked about finding treasures. Um, you know, the whole going out and actually finding the treasure. I, how do you think that went? And how do you think all the different monster? Because all the monsters see the world differently. How do you think that went? That's been, I actually that's been, like that. That was, that was that was pretty good. It's really it cute. Is pretty cool. However, I usually only use my King Slime's vision in order to help me find it. I'm like, I love you. My white prince and my protect Eric, but you're useless <laughs> as far as what you can see. Oh, he sees him like black and white fuzzy, doesn't he? Yep. Like the yeah, that's static. Like, oh, the, yeah. The, it's the shadows see negative images. Yep. I've seen that. The uh, Hades condor and whatever, they see zoomed out. Like they can but see kind of farther like away, but it's like stretched and warped. Oh, yeah. they've got, they've got, a, they have a really wide field of vision, so it kind of distorts it. Yep, yep. And the muddy hands, it's all muddy, so it's hard to see. Yep. Have you, have you guys, have you guys seen the treasure vision with a hat, sh- uh, a, a sham hat witch? Or- oh, you can't see I shit. I have. <laughs> it's great. You just see his the, nose, his horns, and the brim of his hat. Yeah, and his oh, nose is hilarious. usually right where the X is. So you're like, I think <laughs> yep. that's where it is, but I can't actually see it. And then if you use like restless armors or any of them, they just yeah. you just look through the grate of the the helmet. Yep. Oh, that's good. I haven't even used half the monsters, so that's that's funny. But it's been fun. There's like so many different ways that you can find treasure in this game because yeah. there's their traditional way where you can go out and they'll let you know if treasure is near, and then you can use a little vision. There's like random, the bric-a-brac ones, usually they have little question marks on the map that you can go find yourself pretty easily, and the monsters will let you know when you're near it too. You can dispatch monsters, and you can find treasures that way. Uh, You can find treasure maps, and those will take you to the treasure dungeons, and then you'll go through and fight enemies, and there'll be a little little boss at the end, and you can get treasures. When you're being pointed towards treasure, you'll be pointed towards a treasure dungeon. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I just ran into yep. that today. I was like, uh, the fr- I, they are so blue yesterday. I was like, I was so mad <laughs> the first time that happened. I'm like, why is this freaking portal here? Where, where's my treasure? Why I can't get to where I need to dig. Like, I don't want to go in there. Let me get around the other side and like dig. And then it finally hit me like, oh, no, the treasure's in there. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but finding the treasure obviously is, and thank God, is, is where this game shines is because all the different yeah. ways that you can find it and the all the variations of treasure that you can you can get. I think we touched on it a little bit, but probably my favorite treasures in this game, besides like the the heroes and some of the bosses and things like that, are I didn't and I didn't expect this inspect expect this either. Was the fact that you can find different moments from the game, mm-hmm. like uh, you can find like the th- first three treasure chests that the king gives you from Dragon Quest One, and it's like his three gifts Fam- to you. Famicom yes. graphics style. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's totally eight bit right can, there. Can... I love Alina's wall that she kicks yep. down. Mm-hmm. Renderac floor. Mm-hmm. Oh god. <laughs> I got a piece of floor from the tunnel that Tornico builds in yep. Chapter 3 of Dragon yep. Quest 4. Oh, I also, cool. the, the, the first one of those moments I actually got was the minecart that Dr. Agon is stuck in in Dragon ah, Quest 5. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was quite funny. That was actually when I I laughed, and then I was like, 
I was on stream with my brother over Discord and I was like, hey, Luke, look at this thing I found. And then I looked at my messages from him and he's like, I'm going to take a nap. See you later. And I realized that I've been talking to no one for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) And there's even sad moments that they have in the game, too. Oh, I heard about uh Ortega, yeah. Well, not just that, but the, I won't, I won't give it away. But yeah, there's one from five as well. It's like, oh wow, they, they went there. Oh, yep. But you can, you can. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's all from any game that you can think of. Like there's, I, we, we have a Discord channel about it, and there's still some. Uh, treasures that we found that we we don't know like what from well, from what game what spinoff game it's from some of the heel slimes and stuff like that but there's stuff from tact there's stuff from everywhere it's great really? we, there's something we I've haven't identified seen, yet I've even seen something from Keshi Keshi yes I got yes, a Keshi Keshi machine the yes. machine yep yep I just got that today oh yeah I got that one yesterday yeah, the yeah. Was, yeah. Dragon Quest Rivals cards galore yeah. oh yeah tons of those I was uh, I was sad it's funny how some of them are are like actual like the, the the main treasures you can get and some of them are bric-a-brac and and poor tornico was bric-a-brac and i was like oh i gotta do that to turn my boy tornico oh my god really because yeah most of the party members are just regular treasures yeah the heroes are iconic treasures but wow tornico the dude's even got like three of his own games yeah yeah i was like oh my god how do you do that to that poor guy or sancho i think wow. sancho's a bric-a-brac character sancho's like, a bric-a-brac yep i got oh, sancho. Poor guy. he's such a, <laughs> a great support to you over the years and you're just like nah you're bric-a-brac <laughs> but the, hold on it, i'm gonna fact check you on that tornico thing because i feel like i definitely have him Tornic- no. It's a Tornico card, the rival card, not the character. Oh, oh the rival card. Oh, okay. Rival card. I think, yeah, okay. Because you were talking about rival cards. I can so. see that then. Sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. No, the adventurer statue is, <laughs> okay. like that we have a... Uh, Carry on. There's a... There are books. There are books. What is it? The uh, one of the stories about uh, Cuthbert? Cuthbert. There's also... Seven. There's some one-liners. One-liners are actually from Dragon this Quest game, Treasures, yeah. they say. But they're, they are quite funny. You hear about that working walking corpse comedian? He was he was dead, dead funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what um, when you go out, when you take a party, uh, Pendy, you had already mentioned that you've never really scanned, and neither have I. What are your fortes that you usually try to take with you? Oh, so typically, um, unless I'm doing something specific where I don't need it, I'm going to typically take. A, a glide forte. I'm going to take a launch forte. And then my third one's just going to be random because I'm trying to okay. always go for that golden ratio. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that my parties as much as I can to go along with that. So I kind of do a mixture of that. And it's nice now that I have enough monsters where at first the only monster I had that could heal was Uzabella, but now I've got more that can heal. So now I can mix them up more. But the, I, I didn't know that the uh, stealth mode would be great for like a blue and mentioned yeah. about going underneath those trees and stuff like that so that's so exact, be fun to take that's exactly that how i started is i started off with the glide a launch and just sort of something random in the third slot but as soon as i found out that stealth was like a thing that could get you access to more areas and more mm-hmm. treasure more wooden boxes i was like okay so we are uh glide stealth launch 100 of the time which kind of sucks because like i wish i was able to scan or sprint Sometimes uh, some of the funniest things was when I had a sham hat witch in my party at the very beginning of the game, oh, and yes. I would use sprint and just uh, William Tell So like it's a bummer that I can't use more fortes than just the three that I have, but I want to be able to make sure that I have the ability to access everything. So yeah, you actually go in the sham hat witch's hat. It's hilarious. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Blue, I'm right there with you. I do those three. Now, mainly, I think the stealth is just locked in because I want that party member with me at all time. Um, but yeah, I always want the launch and I always want the glide. So yeah, I, I've actually never sprinted and I've never scanned the whole game. So yeah, pretty much same for me. And have any of you noticed if any of the monsters do the launch a little bit better than others? I don't think so. What I have noticed is that sometimes you get the... When, when you rank up your gang, you get forte effectiveness plus X number of percent. So I think they just get better as you get further in the game. Yeah, because they, yeah, they do. I just ranked up to seven, and then all of a sudden I was like getting thrown into the air like so much higher than I was before. I was like, whoa! And then, but I do remember that stat now that it increased with my last rank up. I do like with uh. the King Slime's launch, you jump off his face instead of the top of his head like other slimes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was his belly. Well, his, in his face pretty much it's the belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you would know King Slime. Yes. So something I noticed is when I had Isabella to be my launcher compared to like my golems were the launchers the rest of the time. I felt like I could get more places because she fit on smaller ledges. Yes. Oh, that is true. That is true. And then the, the golems, golems don't. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I, I tried to take that one extra step. So his um, forte would pop open or show as being available. And then I'd fall down. And I'm like, but I could do this with Isabella. She fit on this little tiny rock. So, I mean, I mean, it was a very small thing that I got over in two visits, but but no, that's a, I that's did a notice that. Detail. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a tiny detail that, like, yeah, a golem cannot fit on the same ledge that a tiny slime can, so. I've actually been having, I, I don't, I, I think king slimes might work similar to regular slimes, because I've been able to fit my king slime on some ledges that probably shouldn't have been able to fit yeah, on. Same but I've also, I've also tried to scale some uh, mountain sides that you definitely probably shouldn't. Oh, I've, 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 I've been yeah. at the top of most of the islands at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to areas I wasn't really supposed to yet, and I found this huge treasure chest on top of one of them, and I was like, oh, I can't even open this yet. I'm like, <laughs> maybe I should just stick to where I'm supposed to be going. <laughs> but there's Never. you can you can scale really high in some of the islands. It's amazing how high you can go. Oh, yeah, and I, I still love the distance. You can see. I mean, um, it, this isn't fully open world, but every island is. Every island is its own open world, and there's, what, there's five of them, and you can see everything. It's kind of like Dragon Quest Eight. If you can see it, you can go there, yeah. and even more so because you can go up to the top of every mountain, and, and you can see the it. other the other islands. Yeah, you can fall see the other islands in the distance too. Yeah, I love the world design and the fact that the lore of it is that it's two dragons who like it's their final resting place but like you're climbing around like in their mouths and on their backs and the different islands are different parts of uh padra's body and the mainland is all of madra but i just think it's so cool to be like this is the dragon's nostril i'm going inside <laughs> You're a booger in the nostril of a dead dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it sound a lot less uh, elegant and mysterious and just sort of epic as it actually is in game. It is so... now Boogstar. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and so dies Brustar and becomes Boogstar. <laughs> so what was uh, everyone's favorite monster teams that they used? I was beelining I the game. Swoop. <laughs> 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 That's the Draki one, right? Yes. Yeah. So the very first monster I scouted was or that applied was 
the Draki named Drang, which was also good because it felt like Dragon Quest Eight. Uh, the the Draki in Triangoli who just says right away in like the goopiest voice ever. Um, so he was my ride or die for a very long time, but he only had one preferred treasure and he could only carry two. So I was like, uh. Uh, so I eventually s- switched him out for protect Eric, but I still walking around because I miss him sometimes say to myself, I like to swoop. I caught a metal slime very, very early in the game. So he's been my ride or die for a long time because he's basically immune to everything. Mm-hmm. So he he never dies. Okay, I haven't. Ha- I, I have him. I have one, but I haven't gotten the materials for it yet. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I I don't even know how I got it. He was the literally the first metal slime I came across, and I scouted it without a buddy bullet. So I was like, same. Actually, dang. I scouted the first one too, and I asked in the Discord. I was like, "Am I? Is was that automatic? Did I just like have the luck of?" A hundred suns, but no, I mean, I guess if it's, maybe that was normal. Um, But yes, I also have a metal slime, although the way he says, I'm feeling goo, kind of makes me uncomfortable, so I haven't actually taken him anywhere yet. Oh my. (laughs) Wonder wonder what the hearty hand might say. So my metal slime's name is, um, is, is, it's a play on the name Mercutio, but it's Mercury, so Mercurio. Uh, (laughs) Mine was just metally. Which is a hundred times less cool. And then I actually scouted a second metal slime whose name was Gretel, but it was like G R E T A L. So like metal oh, that's with that's nice. That's nice. Metal, yeah. yeah, yeah. So poor, so. poor, poor Platy. He can't even get a second golem. But then Blue Star is out there getting like multiple metal. <laughs> yeah, slimes. he's com- he's complaining <laughs> about these uh super duper hard rates for scouting second monsters, and I. I'm sorry, man. So, I think I think you you just you just need some seeds of luck or bunny tail or something. <laughs> I've even gone back and looked at like all the ones that are waiting for me, and it's just no. There's no. I, I have never at any point in 24 hours of gameplay had anything except for two slimes. That's wild. I have multiple. Either either waiting for me or in the dorms. Plus waiting for me, nothing. They're all they've been all unique. And if it, although I clear out my waiting room all the time, I'm like, why would I need you? I already have somebody better than you. So I delete people from the waiting room quite often. Oh. And all and actually, I started doing that about ten or twelve hours in. If they didn't have two treasures, that they, I I only recruit people that have two treasures to get that golden ratio higher. Yeah, once you brought that up, I started paying more attention to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, once I kind of figured out that mechanic, I was like, oh, the groups that I send out actually can get treasure for me. So let me pay more attention to it. Like I said, I've never paid attention to the golden ratio informing my party. I just I've got my ride or die. And that was all I did the whole game. I, I actually um, found a dispatch that had five types. Oh, yeah, they like, have them. I'm not going to do that. That's for sure. That, that's one of the islands and as you um progress through the islands train stations stations, yeah and and the fart yeah because you can send them to the different ones and they take longer instead of 15 minutes it might take 30 45 or an hour and they have different items oh before before we forget about this i would just like to did anybody notice that the hinter quarters everything is basically a butt joke yeah well i mean (laughs) everything on every island is a joke of what part of the dragon it would be but yeah the first thing my brother said when he looked at the map is i want to go to ask glacier and i'm like what yeah because there was He's one like, called Derrier. A, yeah it yep. was like Derrier <laughs> bluffs or something like that Derrier glacier glacier 
Uh, I didn't get the first pun for like forever because I I played a bunch of the game. Uh, you know, you go on Patternoggin, and then I was on a a stream. I was a co-host on a stream, and then as as he was as this other person was playing the game for the first time and got to that area, I was like, oh. It's the head of the dragon, Pat Her Noggin. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Okay. It's not really Pat Her Noggin. It's because it's Padra's Noggin. So that's, it's Padra's Padra Noggin. Oh, okay, okay. But that's that's what that's what where my brain went. I was like, oh, Pat Her Noggin. <laughs> that's cool. I just picked up on the head. I didn't even think of the first part of it. Yeah, same here. But so jokes. going back to party, I, 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 <laughs> I, I like I said, I had my ride or die the whole time. I went with Isabella, replaced her with a golem to throw me in the air. And luckily, luckily, right as I had to give up my golem, my beloved golem, who was so overleveled, um, I got the Glyphic golem. And man, this one, I, I love him because he's purple. He's a little bit different than all the other ones. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to go with this guy the whole game. And I did. Um, the problem is he never caught up to my other monsters. He's always been two or three levels below everybody, which kind of sucked for the way I played and tried to get through it very quickly. Um, I had a Draki at the beginning because, you know, got to glide. I upgraded to the Hunter Mech, and no sooner did I have the Hunter Mech. I was out on two missions. I beat a big boss. I'm like, this is going great. What is the very next thing that I need to give up? We need one of your Hunter Mechs. Shit, damn it. I had to give him up, and then I went with a Hades Condor for him the rest of the way to glide. Um, and same as you, Blue, I got that White King, but I got him super early. I was like level 15 or 20, and he was in the 30s. And I was like, no way am I going to be able to recruit this. And like the very next piece of food I got was what he wanted. Nice. And I've had him, I, gosh, probably went through more than half the game with him. Never gave him up because it was just, he stayed ahead. Kind of like how my uh, Glyphic Golem never caught up. Well, he's never been outclassed by anybody as I go farther through. So I, I feel like he was my one that kept me from, you know, when I was level 30, still beating the level 30 and 31 bosses. So thank you, White King. You're oldie, but a goodie. Nice. Was it nice. White King or White Prince? Mm, you know what? I'll have to look right now. I do have it loaded I, I think I think it was a White Prince because we were both talking about the quest that requested one. Oh, yes, because I don't want to give him up. I'm like, I'm not giving this guy up. Uh, yeah. it's, I, it's... I made a special trip to Cinderback Ridge to go scout another one of those. It took me a while to find one, and then eventually I'm like, oh, wait, I have a monster book. And I looked up the monster book of where to find him, and it's like, you find these on Cinderback Ridge at night. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I remember going there. At night. What is he? His name's Skeleton. What a crappy name. I need to rename him. <laughs> Well, you're looking him up. I have the White Prince. Yes, that's it. Yep. I'm still running with Isabella. I switched out my Drang for Protect Eric, and I've been carrying an Umbra around for quite a while. Mm. Oh, the, the Umbras are great. Yeah. The purple ones, isn't he? The black ones. You should. Oh. Well, mine, are... is, mine is named Umbra. Oh. It's a shadow. Yeah, sorry. Because isn't that the name of one of these guys? Yeah, yes. The red one. Yeah. yeah. Yep, you're... the red ones. That's yep. Is actually called Umbra. So you have a black shadow named Umbra? Yeah. <laughs> What a poser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not one, but I'll just call myself one. Just walk around and call myself slime. And, and yeah, for, for me, I haven't really had, like, favorites too much. I've tried to cater my team as much as I can to the treasure forecast of where I'm going. Uh, Uzabella I had for a long time because that was the only character I had that could heal. But once I got that first Hades Condor, I can switch them all up. Uh, but I yeah. always make sure I usually have like a high jump uh, kind of per a launcher and a glider, uh, some kind of monster like that, because I got multiple Drakies and some other ones that can fly. Uh, so the only thing I really haven't messed with, like I said before, was like scan. That the I do have some enemies that, that have that. But yeah, I don't really, I, I just kind of 
go with the flow. I'm constantly switching up my monsters based off that treasure forecast. It's been interesting. What healer did you switch out for Isabella? Oh, the Hades Condor. That's the Hades Condor. I'll have to look for one of those. Yeah, you can you can find them in uh, Paternagan. They're up in the uh, waterfall area as you go I don't up think to it, that waterfall area. Yeah, I don't think I've been paying attention to what spells they've been having. I've been more paying attention to the treasures. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I couldn't tell you a single spell that it, somebody heals. It gets the job done. And healing candy, I guess it's the uh, condor. I did notice uh, that my white, your your white prince can heal too, probably. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as he leveled up, I think he went from mid heal to full heal. So your monster skills do like they they have only like three or four each, but they mm-hmm. do seem to get upgraded for the superior version as they level up. Nice. So is that everybody's uh, monster teams? I think we've gone over more or less. Yeah. Okay, so that, you know what that means, everybody? It's time for the Slime Time Game Show, Mary Thwack Puff Puff. For today's show, we have Uzabella, the King She Slime, and the Soggy Hand, sometimes known in the game as Judy Drench. Berurian, you're the first contestant on our show. Who are you going to choose? I'm going to marry Uzabella. <laughs> what about Thwack and Puff Puff? <laughs> um, I'd probably Thwack the Soggy Hand because I don't need a dirty hand job. <laughs> That sounds like a Cards Against Humanity card. <laughs> the soggy hand isn't dirty. It's pure water. That is true. It's not the muddy hand or the it's not uh, the muddy hand or the, uh, I, the I greasy mean, one. Yeah, I found I found one that had mushrooms growing out of it. So oh yeah oh they've they've been places places that I don't want near my nether region. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll uh, we'll puff puff the king she slime. Nice, nice. I'm I'm pretty much the same way. I'll get mine out of the way. I would do the same thing. Mary Uzabella, cause she's a cutie. King she slime. I mean, she's made for puff puff. And then soggy hand. Like I- I'm sorry, Judy Drench. You're a little bit too old for me. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to thwack that. Pendy is not hand. into the mature subcategory. No, no, no dames for me yet. I'm going to go completely different than y'all. I'm going to marry the King She Slime. I'm going to thwack Isabella, and I'll get the uh, soggy hand job. (laughs) Platy just wants that royalty. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it says king right there. What what about you, Udis? I was going to go with you first, too, before you guys even said anything. So I'm following right along there, so... I would marry Uzabella too, but uh, I don't. I don't have a preference for the other two. Oh, we have a we have a special one for you, Blue Star. I know. I see. And at yes. first, I was like, I know I'm the diversity hire and all, but you don't have to do <laughs> extra things for me. No, no, no. I and can I think, be gay. It's fine. And I think it's it's nice because you actually already mentioned one of these as one of your favorites. So I, I, it's just total coincidence that I had that on the list. Yeah. But so for I, you. We have Mr. Houston, Porcus, and Axel. I'm going to marry Axel because, oh my God, what a hunk. Uh, (laughs) Which would normally, you'd think that would mean I would go for the puff puff. But I mean, like, come on, that's like a one and done thing. I'm I'm in it for the long haul. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The others are are harder. Um, Porcus is a little softer. I'm sorry, Mr. Houston. You're a little too old for me, so I'm going to thwack Mr. Houston and get a puff puff from Porcus. Oh, Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You know what? I'd have to agree with her. I'd go those same ones. Axel's got life skills. (laughs) (laughs) And Houston's just a shell of his horrible self. Yeah. My kids loved it when I would go buy bunches of pellets at a time, and he because he talks after each one. I'm like, yep, I want two of these and two of these, or... 
you know, whatever, she 20 or 30 of these. <laughs> it was great. All right. Well, I think we're uh, drawn to a close here, which means we need our overall impressions. Pendy, we'll start with you. Sure. So, so far of what I've played at this game, I've had a fantastic time with it. Um, I love the little variations on the monsters and all the different things that they, you can do with them in terms of abilities or just hanging out at your base. Uh, all the treasures have been fantastic. S such a wide variety of different moments and monsters and bosses and items. It takes me back to a lot of older games or it even throws me back into tack that I'm currently playing. It, getting the Mindini or something like that. It's, so it's, uh, I mean, it's not perfect game. Like sometimes the combat can be a little, uh, can be a little too repetitive, but it does. I do like how it mixes it up with uh, building up your building up your gauge so that you can do the special attacks with your different monsters. And I'm constantly using different monsters, so I get to see the different special attacks, which is fun. But overall, it's it's been it's been pretty cool so far. I like exploring around and seeing all the different sites that you can see it's it's much more open world than i thought it would be like you can it's just you can traverse way all over the place in the different islands so it's been a good experience i like it all right woodis i would agree uh for if you take it for what it was and don't expect it to be a monsters game or anything i love that it's open world like uh penny said um like I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima right now. I haven't touched a mainline quest in that, and I've got like 60 hours into it. So that's the way I'm playing this too. I haven't <laughs> touched a Dragonstone in this yet, and I just love looking for stuff and exploring. Um, I agree there could have been a few more monsters in there like we discussed earlier, but I don't know if it's been a big detriment for me as far as that goes, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm glad... To, um, what's her name's not the uh, train driver, though, from Nine. I will say that. Uh, Stella. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I'm really enjoying it. I, I'll put probably way more hours into it than I should just because I'll do all the side quests before I even touch the mainline story. Blue, what are, what are your impressions of the game? Well, with 35 hours in the span of, what, the four days it's been out, uh, I'm having an incredibly wonderful time. I love it a lot. Um, all of the gameplay is super fun, and I can definitely just sit down and completely lose myself for hours in it one of the things that is a little bit of a bummer is some of the translations feel like they weren't super duper coherent with the rest of the series um for one a lot of the dragon quest 10 things you notice that they avoid giving anybody names so they're like not specifically mm, not localizing dragon quest 10 which i thought was even more interesting because intact we got Anne Lucia as a unit, but I got her statue in game just earlier today, I think, and she is the plucky princess statue. Hmm. So they didn't even give Anne Lucia a name in this. And then there are a couple of other character things that just feel like they weren't maybe proofread quite as well. Like it says Mina is a dancer who's traveling with her sister, which Mina oh, is very much not a dancer. And just also the description that Bianca is an innkeeper who keeps people in check. And I mean, like, you meet Bianca in an inn and her parents are innkeepers. But by the time you get to the main port part of Dragon Quest V, she's not really running an inn anymore. So it just felt like kind of a weird way to phrase that. And then there's the whole debacle with uh, the the hero of Rocket Slime being localized as Smiles. I saw that today. Dragon Quest Heroes <laughs> Smiles Slime does not have the same ring to it. 
as one of the Discord denizens said. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but I'm still having a great time. I also know that there is a Princess Medea statue, and I will find it one day, and it will be the happiest day of my life because Princess Medea will be in something other than Dragon Quest because she never shows up in any of the uh like like i'm i'm not holding my breath for there to ever be a medea unit intact yeah. um there was a I costume think, in dragon quest of the stars but not in i think she's the, here in horse form too if i'm not mistaken yes i heard i saw that too but uh okay. yeah just in general all right brilliant so if you can't tell blue is our lore police for dragon quest treasures <laughs> What? <laughs> they could have given her an advanced copy of the game and she would have, you know, sat down free of charge, you know, a $60 game for free. She would have just read through. They could have sent her over a little drop box and been like, listen, don't tell anybody. Don't share. Here's 1000 images. Can you just lore check all these? Oh, do you really think I would have been able to keep my mouth shut? Probably not. <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to get you a job and you just lost it. <laughs> Fact checker on DQ12, and uh, you're, you're done. A localization inconsistencies is like a Dragon Quest consistency. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> they're only consistent about being inconsistent. All, there you all, go. All the only these, thing these consistent about these are decades. the inconsistencies. Yep. So I've, I've been having a blast with it. I did not look up a single thing for this game. W once it got announced, I was like, I'm going to play it when it comes out, and I never watched a single thing. So... I will admit that when I read your review, Platy, I got a little bit afraid that it wasn't going to be a really good game, especially w when we got to talking about the combat and everything. Because mm -hmm. I was like, if it's got terrible combat, that can absolutely kill a game for me. Mm -hmm. And I've actually ended up enjoying it a lot, despite how repetitive it can be at times and how kind of unwieldy your, your monster team can be. But with the catapult and all of the stuff that you can do, um, it, it, it kind of evens it out for me. I love exploring. Sometimes I don't even look for treasure. I just kind of run around the map. And yeah, it's just been an overall great game. Um, love the localization of it uh, up to the points of inconsistency, or I should say consistent inconsistencies. But uh, it's, a, it's a solid solid game. I'll, I'll probably put another 40 to 60 hours into it, no problem, before I actually finally finish it. So thumbs up for me. You better add another column to the uh, list for Blue's approval or not, whether it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am the one who's put in a good chunk of these at this point, so I can add the column myself. I'm totally not working <laughs> on it right now as we speak. Oh, well, you know, uh, I'll be the little bit of the negative Nancy. Um, when the first Dragon Quest Builders came out, I was excited, I played it, and I got through, like, chapter two, and then put it down and didn't touch it again for, like, three years. It was like, this is interesting, this is great, cool, just not for me. Um, when two came out, I really enjoyed two, and I did go back and rush, bum-rushed one in 11 days and never thought to touch one again, and I'm kind of feeling that this is how it's going to be for me with this game. I did its 25 hours and rolled credits in about five days. And I think that's about it for me. I just, you know, I, I can't get that Dragon Quest monsters out of my head. I just don't like the monster recruiting in this. I think it's just too random. And, and I think everything in this comes down to the randomness. The random treasures bugs the hell out of me. I'm never going to get all 700. And so I kind of don't want to try to get more than what I need to get to the next level or whatever. So it's, um, they're cool, but I'm enjoying seeing everybody else's treasures more than going out and digging for my own, <clears throat> digging for my own. Um, 
And I, I just feel like we're not going to get all 700 treasures. Well, I'm not. So by the time you get to level, let's say you've got 500 of the 700 treasures. How many of those are going to be duplicates? I wonder. I wonder yeah. what they got programmed in. Um, and like, yeah, like, are you ever going to get to that number 780 or whatever the number is? Because I know it's into the 700s. But just the randomness is what's killing me so much. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't mind the random. Or is it the things in Dragon Quest Nine and the dives and the random key worlds and Dragon Quest Monsters too, but like if if it's treasures, I want to know that I'm actually going to be able to complete it. That'd be great if there's a mechanic to like, you know, make sure that you're getting all the other ones, but who knows what's going on under the hood. And I just felt there's not enough to do with the monsters, like breeding them or giving them equipment or picking their skills even. Like, oh, that that's my favorite with monsters games, just breeding and deciding how I'm going to build a monster. These are all pre-done for you. Like they're they're just there and they do what they do and there's no AI control and just no way to get enough control. So it's just it, it's the randomness and everything that I'm like, no, I, I can't I can't spend more time with it. But it, it's not a me game. But it, it, and I had a whole discussion last night with a group of people that, you know, I gave it a three point five out of five on RP Gamer and rp gamer scale and it honestly it should have been like a four out of five like that's where on another site it would be rp's gamer scale is very british in that the numbers go the whole length of the scale um i had to get to use by getting my degree in london a few years back that a 65 percent is not an f a 65 percent is a b and kind of with this like it, it, it's a good game it's a good game. Dragon Quest fans should definitely try it out. U4 attests to that 100%. I'm glad I played it. I'm glad it's there. I'm glad I have it. Um, but I, I probably won't go too much more into it than I have. The grind for the post game. I'm already looking at that and like, nope, not going to do that. The first thing they told me to do in post game, I'm like, that's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the only thing in post game, but the whole reason for playing the post game was given to you as one statement, and I'm like, no. <laughs> so I look forward to you all doing that. If any of us do it, it's going to be blue. Well, Blue's not even going to get to the post game. Yeah, you think I'm going to finish? You're wandering around forever. You think I'm going to get the final Dragonstone before I get all 700 treasures? <laughs> Oh boy! Instead of four and out the of five, the Dragonstone ten... is one of the treasures. Their number is one through seven. Okay, but let yeah, all of the other you'll ones. get the other seven hundred. <laughs> Actually, no. When I run out of side quests, which is going to be fairly soon, I think I might start going through the snarl. I don't know. Uh, you're gonna just walk through that. <laughs> She'll walk in, and her monsters will just. Yeah. Well, and you could then, do the snarl without really progressing it. It just gives you the quests. That's, that's right. You'll just fair. get the quests. Does the that's snarl true. give? Does does doing the portals in the snarl give me more sanguinite? Because I found the treasure chests yes. with the sanguinite yes, it in does. the snarl. Yes. Yep. Ooh. I, I want to okay. say every. Like yeah, that may get you to do that. You, you get five, which is exactly the amount you need to open each. Uh, what is it? The third. Third station. And third station at each one. There's only. F- it, I'm I'm just guessing at this point, just but based on how it's going, you get five snarl levels. Yes, there's actually an indicator on the suitcase. Yeah, that that's where I kind of assumed that from. I think I'm, there may be more in post game, but I'm not sure. Oh, just sense. just by looking down there, like I'm like, oh, there's more dirt down there for the guy to dig. Because if you notice, like when you go in, it, for those of you who've done it, when you like go into the basement level one or basement level two, you see the orc 
digging farther down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, oh, I'm, I'm still going. We'll see. And I don't know if he's there, but one of the first things in the post game is like, hey, don't forget to go to the snarl and talk to the guy in there. And it's, yeah, a, great place to, and it's a great place to recruit monsters. Like I, I recently oh, yeah. did two snarl levels and I got a whole bunch of monsters that I had not gotten before. So no, you, if you just want to battle most- and. I feel like you can find most of those monsters in the regular treasure dungeons as well. You probably could. Yesterday, probably could. I, I mean, that's had what the a, snarl is. It's just yeah. I had a thing. I had a quest to go kill a shiny dragling, and I was like, "Oh crap, where is that?" And I had it in my monster book because I had seen it in a treasure dungeon at once at one point, and it was like the location is the snarl, and I was like, "Well, I'm not doing the daily quests today." And then I found one in another treasure dungeon, so. I have not seen a glyphic golem though, so. <laughs> oh wow! In all your time, you haven't. I have not. Oh wow! I mean, I didn't I, know I, there's they were eleven monsters I haven't seen, and or I haven't battled. Like I, I or I battled the ruby freaking golem six or seven times because I haven't beat him. That he's not in my list. Hit him with a donk pellet. Those destroy them. Oh. Ugh. I'll have to do that. I kind of know where he is. He's in the. He shows up in the same area by some bridge over lava. I, I think I've seen roughly like sixty-ish of the monsters at this point. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. sixty-two in my list. Yeah, beating the game, I got. I ended the game with sixty-four, and it's mainly those the shiny ones, the crystal form I'm ones still that I don't for, have. I'm still looking for a Tanzanite because I came across one, but he disappeared real fast. Oh, I got one on through a quest. So I have not you seen had that to, one. You had to battle him. Like a Tanzanite stole this, so he had to stick around. (laughs) At least I'm assuming so. What's funny is Tanzanite's an actual rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, they they did a good pun with that. That's a solid one. I like the pearly white, too. They're all the jade slime. Ruby golem. Ruby. What's the the Drackey? Amber Drackey. Amber Amber. Drackey, yep. Just freaking sap. Which is like, (laughs) not really. Ultramarine is a color, I think. It's like a way to describe blue. No, uh, it's a chemical compound is what it is. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you type that in and you just get powders. <laughs> it's a deep blue pigment. Oh, you know, it's made by grinding lapis lazuli into a powder. So it comes from minerals. Yep. Nice. So, yeah, they, they did a good job. Oh, wait, you got the magnum, magna, is he magna mantis? I don't know if he's a... Magmantes. Magmantes. I don't, I don't he's more of just he's... like a boss. Yeah, I don't... Oh, it's the golden goliath. That's the... Mm, that sounds scary. Nah. <laughs> so instead of uh, four out of five dentists, we had four out of five denizens. I recommend that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I recommend it. I just, I, it's not, it's not something that I will go back and do more. Like I said, it, it, to me, it's like a Dragon Quest Builders one. If they do another game here and add some stuff, which I think they would, I, I think it would be great and probably give me no reason to ever go back to this game. Well, as we generally know, they always do these spinoffs, but they very rarely count to three. So. Yeah, they cannot. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, they probably hire people, have them on a contract for two, and then if they stick around. As I'm looking at a copy of Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3 right now. <laughs> yeah, that kind of killed the whole monster series now, didn't it? <laughs> yep. That was, a, that was a hard kill. Like, oh, we're going to make another one. No, no, we're not. We're going to focus on treasure instead yeah that uh that did not have great sales in japan uh, and i wonder how this is going to sell in japan like yeah they haven't come out with sales figures yet i just tried yeah. to google that you know if if well. the if the that'll be the determination go by it's jap it's just nothing but japanese players so yeah we'll see huh. well that, that doesn't bode well for the united states either getting more games yeah 
Well, if uh, many of us who were looking for physical copies had anything to go buy, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they would actually bother to, like, have the physical copies on display, I almost forgot about that story. So I tried to pre-order my game because I wanted to get the day of, get a physical copy, and get as soon as I could. So I, I went to a GameStop, which I hadn't been to in I don't know how many years. Went mm. to a local GameStop that was near me, did the, the pre-order. They gave me this whole spiel, tried to sell me all this other stuff. And I was like, no, 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 I just want this game. I have to I have to get a, a membership. Okay, fine, whatever, it's free. I'll just do the free part. So I go, I go there, I was sick. So I ended up not get, getting there when the game opened, uh, the store opened. I got there like way in the afternoon, like almost four o'clock in the afternoon. I figured, oh, they must have it by now. They haven't called me, but whatever. And so I get there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm here for Dragon Quest Treasures. And he's like, oh, let's, uh, we'll, let me see if it's here. We'll go look. And they were looking in their drawers and stuff like that. And I was looking over in the Switch area. I didn't see it there. And the guy almost actually charged me for it, thinking they had it. And he's like, no, this other guy came came up and said, no, we don't have it. And they just told me, like, no, they, we don't we don't have it here yet. It's like, how do you not have it? It's like you're halfway into the day. You can't just check the back or something. So I go to the next GameStop, like two minutes away. It's a, it's like almost within walking distance of the other GameStop. There's two guys. There's only two guys in this one. There's like four people running around the other one. The two guys are like, oh, let me just check the back. He goes goes back. He's like, yeah, we got like seven copies. Here's one of them. You you got you got the game. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Better GameStop. I guess I'll go to you from now on. Yeah, that was weird. I was not the one who picked mine up from the store because it came out so close to my birthday, but it was waiting for me when I got home from work. <laughs> I had to go to six locations to find a copy. Dang. Game GameStop was the last place I went, and they only had like four copies on hand. Nobody else had it. Wow. I pre-ordered mine from Amazon, but it didn't get here till 8 p.m. I went out first thing in the morning, and my local Walmart didn't have it, but uh, Target had three copies, I think. So I only had to go to two stores. Uh, Dwayne would love to talk about how amazing Target is. <laughs> oh, I know. He got me a PS5 for one of my kids for Christmas, so... He got Liam his uh, Switch Switch over the summer. Yep. <laughs> that was a Sunday morning. I got woken up by a text from Dwayne like, you want to get in touch with Liam real fast? <laughs> I'm standing here. I can buy it for him now. But yeah, that's that's Mr. Mr. Uh, you know, must have a physical copy that kind of screwed myself over because I could have gotten just the digital copy and it would have been like midnight that night. I could have started playing it, but it was like, no, nope, I had to get the physical copy and that just was not a fun experience. But I got it. So it's okay. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, it's after midnight here in the East, so I think we're going to wrap this up. Wrap it up by saying this is it for this episode of Slime Time. Thank you, Brian, Brewerian, and Blue Star, our B-Team 2.0, 2.5, whatever we decided on, for joining us to talk about our treasured new entry in the Dragon Quest series. Glad to be here. Thank yeah, you. it was lots of fun. Yeah, thanks everyone. It was a great time. So we be a non-profit podcast. We won't oh, crowdfund or half-inch your hard-earned doubloons when we can offer you quality content about the game series. We know and love plunder-free. If you do have any pirate booty that's just completely burning a hole in your wallet, pouch, bottomless bag, or treasure chest, and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, Stop by the Dragon's Den at www.woodis.com slash den and click on support this site. <laughs> Woodis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den Dragon Quest fan site for decades. He personally edits every YouTube version of our podcast and he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the servers from walking the plank. So, so Pindy, are you an Irish pirate? Perhaps. <laughs> He's pirate. <laughs>
<laughs> Perhaps I be. <laughs> oh, man. Well, after that, I feel like underwhelming to remind everybody that the Dragon's Den website also features an Amazon affiliate link. And if you click that link and then make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den. And it doesn't cost you anything. Plenty more people might do it if you say that in a pirate voice, too. I, <laughs> I, I think more people might turn the podcast off. Lies. They're probably gone by now anyway. Oh, they're, they're probably gone. <laughs> if our YouTube metrics are anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> to advertise with us, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions for this Dragon Quest Slime Time podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining forums still around. Find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at woodiest.com slash forums. You can also find me and other rabid Dragon Quest fans to the Dragon Questers, Infinity's Trash, and Dragon Quest Tact global Facebook groups. We promise we won't maroon ye. <laughs> I, I promise that too. Um, especially if you come hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Dragon Quest fans on the officially unofficial Dragon's Dan Discord server. We'd like to thank everyone that made this possible, like Voodoo, for his support of the series in this podcast and keeping the Dragon's Den lights on for decades. He be quite the Dragon Quest treasure. <laughs> here, here. We also treasure Amanda Lapree and the descendants of Erdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descendants of Eric is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. You can check them out and their Advent album Advent at www.descendantsofericdrick.com or on Twitter at D, at D of Erdrick. And you can check out uh, Amanda Lapree streaming on Twitch. Our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist and Dragon Quest fan for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was one of the hosts for the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for the podcast. Uh, do it wherever you're listening because we're all over the place. We're on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you're listening to this right now. Just like, subscribe write a review and check out our brothers and sisters in arms over at the slime time side quest podcast and pendy side quest. Anything in the stew tastes great. Buy me hearties. May we parlay again. Okay. That's it. You're fired. Where's Liam? Liam! Liam! This is dragon quest slime time sliming off.